Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. With over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now let's start the show. Hey guys. Hi guys. We are back. B-A-C-K back. Eh. Yes. I don't know what that was, but yeah, we're back. <laughs> I feel like I need to change it up. We always, I always be like, we are back. You know, I wanted to hit y'all with a little something different, you know. Hmm. <sighs> well, I'm going to hit you guys with that same old, same old. We're back again, guys. That's it. Um. So, guys, if you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, and welcome. And you are tuned into 20-something and living with Krista. And Therese. Yes, guys. And if for more important news, I had to hit them with this, Therese. And I think you need to know as well. My birthday is in exactly a month. So I need everybody to start getting ready because I don't know if y'all know. If you, you really should know, unless you a new listener, my birthday is a big deal, right? It it's a it is literally in one month. Get ready, y'all. So basically I'm gonna start acting a fool in about a week and a half. Oh, then we'll be the same age. You know, you'll be knocking <laughs> on the thirties. Really. I mean, uh, not really. I mean, not really. But really. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> the number will be the same. I mean, sure. I, I love sure. how at 29, at 29, it, it, we yeah, the same. Yeah. But, but when I'm 20, but when I'm 20 turning 21, <laughs> I've been able to buy alcohol for such a long time, Krista. <laughs> what? All in- <laughs> was, was that incorrect or was it correct? <laughs> So, Nine months ain't that long. Like, let's not do the most. But okay, in college, well, it did feel extra but, long because I'd be like, "Ooh, Therese coming in town this weekend. We ain't got to worry about trying to find somebody to figure out who can buy this alcohol for us." <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, that was but. annoying. But I had a friend who was like two years older. She was like a good friend, so mm-hmm. it, it hit a point when it was like, "That's my go-to." Right. But you know, can you go pick yourself for us? Thank you. But she she ain't necessarily like to do that all the time, so it was kind of annoying. It was kind of like, like buying, stressful to buying ask her. alcohol for you youngins. <laughs> That's like we went to when we went to um, Made in America. And now that little white boys came up, y'all, and, they know, was like a I, solid eighteen. Right at first, 19. I bought those drinks and I didn't really feel any way about it. But then later, I was like, you know, I could get arrested for this. <laughs> I was more trouble. so focused. I just remember he was like, "Here's the money. You can keep the change," and it was like. And I remember he did something to where we didn't get... Oh, he added a drink. Yeah, because at first he was like, get us two drinks. And I was like, oh, so I'm keeping this change. We was walking away with some money. And then he goes, actually, throw another one on there. And I was like, okay. It's like, bro, you're getting like a dollar now. Right, Right, now we just being nice. Like, okay. But I do remember that. And and it was... I thought it was interesting that those little white boys asked us, of all people. Um, Right. They're just like, hey. Two black black girls. But, you know. Thanks. Maybe that's because right. Therese was looking well over 30, so, you know, who knows? I can't believe you just said that to me. I was joking. Krista, you I'm not, young. You do I'm not look over, person. you don't look over 30. <laughs> Why was I talking to my friend? Y'all, literally every episode we have a conversation related to this, but I was talking to my friend and she was like, ooh, so does that mean that y'all gonna have to, like, change the name of your podcast? And I was like, No. But maybe we should have called it like millennials in living. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean we we dated ourselves, and it's just what People it is. Definitely change the name of their podcast. Though I don't know I mean, if yeah. I want to do that. 
Like, could we just maybe? I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I don't. Also, don't think it's crazy to be thirty and and be twenty and be mm-hmm. on a podcast called Twenty Something Living. Because it's like we were twenty something living like fifteen minutes. Like ago, recently, so yeah. Like, now when you hitting thirty two, it's just like yeah. Right, I feel like it, that sounds like something that we can cross. That bridge when we get to it, and it when Therese gets there, you are so right. No, I will be, be. The no, issue will we'll be. We both need to be thirty for us to <laughs> think that it's an issue. Because you, you being twenty nine, so? we're still fulfilling. It's like the well, title. when I'm turning thirty, you are gonna be tiptoeing on thirty one. Tiptoeing, so like... but I won't be until you thirty. I will not be thirty one. <laughs> so let's not act like my birthday is in May. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that I, I, um. I will send you my cash app if you. No, I'm just kidding. I actually really don't like when people put their cash apps on stuff. I don't know. They're really on their on their workdays and stuff. This one I don't guy know why, and it's like normal follow, now. He put it up and he was like, um, "Thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate it. Keep sending the cash apps." And he was like, "If somebody sends me a request on cash app, I'm blocking you." And I was like, first of all, you got the nerve to be asking people to send you money, but somebody want to have a little joke with you and request some money. How do you know that's you? a joke? Does it matter if it's a joke? You say no. See, on Cash App, you can't you can't send um, a note. So I feel like you really can't tell how people... Because I had somebody recently send me a Cash App request and didn't send me no type of text message. And I was like, excuse me? Like, that was... I did not like it that. It was somebody that you knew? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna put their business out there, but I ain't appreciate that. I was like, okay. I mean, they know who they are. Bet. I was like, bet. I have never... I mean, I... I've never gotten no request that that they didn't, like, request. I remember one time my line sister, I had bought her, she had bought me a drink. And then, um, (laughs) she bought me a drink and then, like, I was like, okay, I'll pay you back. And then, like, five minutes later, she sent me a cash app request. And I was a little offended by that. I was like, did you really think I wasn't going to pay you? Like, I was going to send you your request. That's like, I remember I I worked with this one girl and we bought, we went, we ordered lunch. And we ordered lunch from, like, Red Lobster, you know, because we were just in the mood for that. (laughs) And I in paid the middle for of the day. I was the manager. No, it was not the middle of the day. It was the night. I worked the night shift. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's a little different. That's and a little different. so, yeah, it was like, you know, 730, something like that. And I paid for the total and everybody was supposed to be paying me, right? Mm-hmm. Because they just, for some reason, felt like I was the one who needed to pay. I don't know. But mm-hmm. the one girl, she's like, oh, yeah, Teresa, I'm, I'm going to pay you back. And when I tell you, oh, it took goodness. forever for me to get that money back. And then she came in one day and she, I don't know what she did, but she had the audacity to tell me that I owed, I owed her some money. And I was like, girl, I ain't never owed you no money a day in your life. <laughs> I would not don't borrow any money hypocrisy. What's crazy is that you're bringing up this, and this is actually one part of my hot topics. Like, not this exact scenario, but I've, I'm basically giving scenarios and then we're going to discuss, do we need to set a money boundary? So I was like, this is really okay. ironic. Yeah. I know, right? Well, let's get into uh, my stuff, and then we can get into yours. Well, hold on. Let me get y'all the lineup. So, right, that's what I'm like meant. I said, that's, that's if you I'm was saying, new to the podcast, if you're new to the podcast, turn up. And guys, if you're not new, or if you are new, whatever. If you like it, you like it. I'm here for it. Leave us a review. We will love you forever. I feel like we used to pub our reviews more. We just used to pub everything more, unfortunately. We just really got lazy. We used to do everything but, more. But, you know. Way more. But we, we do still, still record keep- the same amount of time. <laughs> That's true. So, Everything enjoy else. Enjoy that. But like we used to pub for those re- uh, reviews and ratings. And if so, if you do like the podcast, please just go on the I- the Apple Podcast Store and just leave us a review. If you want to leave us a comment, even better. But really, just leave us. a Yeah, couple we love of those comments. Oh, the I comments you know, sometimes awesome. we'll go over there and we'll read them. And be like, oh, that's so cute. Love it. 
Because when people like Gospiration, it just makes me feel so happy oh, on the inside. Oh, super excited, guys. Just, I, I do, and then I just remember back to when like Sharice was like, we don't need don't that on Don't bring that up, okay? <laughs> we have to work <laughs> out everything. Therese was like, I don't, if it, if we keep it on there, it got to go at the end. And she I wanted like, to make it the first thing, the opener. <laughs> and I feel like that. I think the end is better. Doesn't make a lot for of sense. Sure. I, I think it can still work. Um, but I like the end as well. But it's yeah, start just, with guts first, and then I got to talk about how somebody is doing whatever. Well, I always try to speak from love no matter what I'm doing. I don't I, know but about But I got to tell the news, right? Oh, uh, I mean, eh, eh. Some people, some people would disagree with like well, speaking, even, even us show, speaking about true. Some people would even disagree with us speaking about entertainment in general because to some degree they would consider that gossip. But I've listened to Christian oh. podcasts. I've listened to Christian podcasts where they are against it. I'm listening to Christian podcasts where they do they they send they 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 talk about the entertainment as well. And I'm like, yes. So you know, I never felt personally convicted about that. So I'm cool with it. So I would have felt fine leading with a little gospelation and then we roll on into the podcast. But you know. I like it at the end. I like it how I think it ends on a good note, you know? Right. Slow you down a little bit. Get your house yeah. in. And then it's like, all right. It's like the cool down the after the an real. exercise, right? It we, is. Been and sometimes hyped, that cool down be best. And, right. You <laughs> you feel better because it's like you had the exercise, but now I get to relax and feel relax. everything, breathe. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And take Hurry something up. home with you, okay? Yes. All right. Thank so let's you. go ahead and get started. <laughs> We're going to talk about. What Wait, I didn't say the lineup. So oh, the lineup goes, no, entertainment, hot topics, the article, and then lastly, Gospiration. Gospiration will be good. We will be talking about where, you know, just knowing where you are in your faith journey. And then also, I feel I'm excited about the article because we're going to be talking about something that I think we need to address that is related to mental health. All right, Teresa, I'm ready for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is something that has been really bothering me this week and not in the sense of it's just been Bruh. getting on my nerves this week okay oh it is, is i mean you know it's not it's not that exciting but it's okay. um dogecoin dogecoin is that the like i feel like i saw elon musk that you shouldn't do that okay this is elon musk's um cryptocurrency right so i bought some dogecoin mm. a couple months ago Right? I oh, mean, wow. it's it's three cents. It wasn't even three cents at the time. No, I think when I bought it, it was three cents. At the time, it was three cents a share, right? Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. I didn't buy a lot, you know? Because I, I don't play that much money in the stock market. You know, I have a, I have some money in there, but not like... Okay. You know, def, def, no, let's not get out of control. Not <laughs> not enough money to, you know, do nothing do with. Something. Like, I can't, I can't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little something. I'm putting my toe in there to see what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so Dogecoin, I just happen to put a, my most most of my toes in there of my foot, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? It, at this time in my life, I can be a little aggressive, mm-hmm. but you know, obviously not too aggressive. I'm not about to be dropping thousands of dollars in here. I don't know what y'all doing, right? Mm-hmm. So I put some money into Dogecoin when it was three cents, right? And so over the last couple months, it's just been steadily increasing, right? So mm-hmm. I've, uh, you know, I've doubled my money. I okay. might have tripled my money. And then, I mean, so, so, Elon so, Musk, so how much are you at right now? Because I'm curious. Like, did you get to a quarter? Because you could have really made some money. You would have okay, even put so like $3 Okay, so it started at there. $0.03. Cents, and then at its top, it was at $0.75. Cents. Therese. Krista. You could have, okay. if you would have put like $3 in there, 
I put Bruh. three dollars in there. What? I thought you said you put three cents. I said I bought. It says one share is three cents. I bought multiple shares. I bought hundreds oh. of shares. Okay. So how much? So, so did you did you take your money out? No, my money is still in there. Let me Ooh, let me finish what I'm saying. Let me okay. Because that means you got a couple hundred right now, right? Yeah. Okay, so I heard that people shouldn't do that, so I would take that out immediately. I'm not. I'm not taking it out. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna okay. explain. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm gonna explain. <laughs> so Dogecoin was doing. It was doing well, right? Everybody. I mean, people have already been talking about how it was probably gonna get to a dollar. You know, relatively soon. But then mm-hmm. Elon Musk goes on Saturday Night Live. You know, on Saturday. And he, you know, he announces that he's the first person on Saturday Night Live to have Ashburgers. Um, mm. And then he also goes on to, like, I think he was, like, doing a sketch. and Or somebody asked him about Dogecoin. And they were mm-hmm. like, so it's a hustle. And he's like, yeah, it is a hustle. Mm-hmm. And then it just it just fell. It just fell and it kept on falling. It's Bruh. like I watched myself lose hundreds of dollars. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Therese. Krista. Bruh. When I, listen, when I put this money When was he there, on that Saturday Night Live, though? Because I had... Someone Saturday. has... I'm in like a... Oh, man. That. If I knew that you took stock in it, I would have told you to take it out. Because I, I don't want to take... I'm not taking it out. I'm going to finish explaining what I was going to say. Okay. So, you know, stocks is what they do. They fluctuate, right? And at the mm. end of the day, there's still an increase. When I bought it at three cents, it's still... It's at 45 cents right now, Right. So okay. it's definitely lost money, and it's not going to hit a dollar as soon as it was before. But it's still, you know, I'm, I still have earned money, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, if I'm putting money in the stock market, I'm not at the point where I am taking money and I'm making big investments, right? I'm not about to set aside five thousand dollars for Dogecoin because. Or, Did you put more than twenty dollars in there? Yes, we we can so discuss you, later how much money I put in. There. You put a good amount of money in there. More than twenty dollars is a good amount of money. <laughs> I put a decent, I put, I feel like, yeah. What what I did was I bought it at three cents initially, right? The first Mm -hmm. thing I bought, I probably bought 25 cents worth, right? Okay. Not 25 cents. (laughs) I bought, well, I bought $25 worth. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, it seems to be doing decent. And I was like, I'll put money in here as I go. Just like money, you know, since I, I do some Instacart on the side, it's like money that I'm not really thinking, thinking about. It's like, I can put $25 Mm -hmm. aside and not be like, oh. I need that, right? Mm-hmm. So I would do that every so often for the last couple months, or or I put fifty dollars aside, or I put whatever aside, right? And then mm-hmm. I let that money marinate over there and let it do whatever it does. So if I lose all of my gains, it won't be the end of the world. But at the same time, I'm going to give the, the money time to make some money, right? So just because they had this fall for this week, that doesn't mean that it's going to go back to three cents. So I'm not taking my money out. I mean, I if it you. takes a year to get to, did you read Bit- that online or are you just coming to that conclusion? I'm just, I'm just wondering what this. I feel like it was I a mean- mix of both. I read some things online, but I didn't read too much about it because <laughs> what I, I read online was don't do that. I mean, people. Some people say should should you continue to invest, and some people are like you shouldn't be pulling your money right now. So it was like, I mean, you have to make the decision for yourself. So I decided mm-hmm. that. If I, if I would have put more money into it, if I would have put 
you know, a couple thousand dollars, I probably would have pulled my money because it's like, I'm not trying to play around with y'all. And if I right. gained a couple thousand dollars from that, I'm definitely pulling that. I mean, it's extreme high risk. That's what it is. But like, I feel like right now, with the money that I put in, I'm willing to risk that money on a, on a high risk, you know. That's fair. I'm not I'm putting my 401k on Dogecoin. That's not going to happen. That's real. My 401k doing all right. Um, yeah, I was looking at the other day, like, you know, Krista, go ahead. What'd you say? I said mine looking regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, um, but no, that I mean, that's, it's like, how did, so Bit, is Bitcoin similar to Dogecoin? Okay, so that's, right, yes, it is. And to me, the okay. reason why I am putting this money into Dogecoin is because I remember mm-hmm. when Bitcoin first, not when it first came out, but when it was mm-hmm. like $13,000 a share, okay? Mm-hmm. I remember when it was $13,000 a share, and I was like, I should get a piece of a share of Bitcoin, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. and I kept putting it off, because it used to be on Snapchat, not on Snapchat, on Cash App. They used to show you how much Bitcoin was. And I was like, I should get some of this, and I just never did. And now it's $56,000 a share. If I would have put <laughs> any type of money on there, right? we could be doing... If somebody put $1,000 on Dogecoin when they first started, right now you'd have $57,000. And that was before it hit seventy five. dollars cents a share or whatever so it's like when, you putting a little wow. bit of money on here it's not when gonna did hurt Dogecoin, you. when did you find out about it that's real i don't know it was a couple months ago because it's a based off of a meme and it's just like you know i know elon musk does things of value right tesla's out here doing mm-hmm. things right so i feel like as long as i'm not you know blowing a check on Dogecoin, it ain't gonna hurt me to possibly gain some. Money. I'm over here like, well, shoot, maybe I should give me a share too. You know, even though I do, I, I like, feel like try to. F- a couple shares ain't gonna hurt you. It's I'm not. Some Bitcoin, though, but Bitcoin ain't made no money. It's like See. it seemed like they didn't maxed out at fifty seven thousand dollars, and they don't want to. I, I and I put more. I, I don't know if I put more money into Bitcoin, but I think that I have. Bitcoin, no. I haven't. I, I, I might have put $150. I put $150 in, on Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. And it ain't made but a dollar. And I was like, well, cool. Just gotta not worry about that. But Dogecoin, it's like, I'm gonna give it some time and just hope that it does better. <laughs> mm, interesting. Now but, I'm here like, I've read online that you shouldn't do it, but you're making me mm-hmm. think maybe I should do it for like a month. Yeah, and just, I mean... Yeah, put a put a little bit of money on it. And see, just me, see, I'm gonna put like ten dollars in there. Like okay. <laughs> when I started, like I said, I I either put twenty five dollars or I put ten dollars on it, and it was just like you know, I'm playing around. I'm not about to. My uncle put a lot of money on Bitcoin, and that's why we were first. Did he talk, get a started lot? Talking about yeah, he made a lot of money. Ooh, and so it's like. I wow. wish I could have got on Bitcoin when it was still doing some stuff. But he was like, yeah, I put a couple thousand dollars on Bitcoin and that money. Really? Okay. See, I I feel like for me to put a couple thousand dollars, I have to have quite a bit of thousands for me I to mean, even think of. He's a, I think he he's, I'm pretty sure he's retired. He's like in his 40s. He's He's got his oh, money together. In his 40s and retired? Work. That's young to be retired. Oh. I, th- I don't know. I think he might be, yeah, he's probably like, what, 45? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But, yeah, but no longer talking about that. It's just like, I wish Dogecoin could get it together. It sounds like they have, though. You got if you got them at three cents. I mean, yeah, I, that just sounds like I got to the market early, but it's like, 
I did I would buy some. Out. I bought That's some at, I am, at thirty cents. It was like oh, as okay. they were steadily increasing. I was like, well, let me let me just get a little bit more. Just just get a little bit more. I didn't buy any at seventy five cents. Like when it was at an all time high, because mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't worth it. But well, let me know when it drop a little bit. Drop significantly. I mean, right now. I mean, well, right now it's at fifty cents, so it's going up. Right. You right. When was the time to buy it? Was this morning at three a.m. when it was forty six cents? <laughs> Not three a.m. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never gonna be that person. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not up checking the stocks at four a.m. But I do check them when I get up. Um, mm, but apparently, there has been a hack in the what the gas pipeline. In a major Man, a cyber this. attack, you know, I had barely heard about it, but I kept seeing these posts about people in the southeast trying to get gas, and they they're at these gas stations, lines all extra long. You mean know. like southeast East America? Yes. So where is that? Like, is that like Atlanta, Florida? Okay, I don't know. I, I they say they off. say southeast. I, they did the same thing. I truly had to do some. <laughs> Don't eat soggy waffles or whatever it is. <laughs> well, I knew I knew the, the area. I wasn't sure if you meant the world. Like, is this like oh, the southeast yeah. part uh, of the you know, world? I'm very American, so I just assume we're talking about us, Kristen. Um, oh, that's that privilege. I know it's it's terrible. <laughs> but basically, um, so there was a cyber attack on mm-hmm. this uh, gas pipeline called Colonial Pipeline. And mm-hmm. it's one of the largest fuel sources in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the pipeline closed down on Friday, and there's been a shortage of gas. And this is for states. Oh, they actually listed the states. And this is I'm I'm citing my work at NS in what is the CNBC? MSNBC? No. What did I say? CNBC. That's what. It, CNBC. Yes. Goodness. I don't, for real, it's like I barely could, I don't know what I was reading. You said it. CN, okay. I work in cable though, so I'm familiar with CNBC. Yes. And it's just C, but it's just they're, they're saying in, in the stuff, but it was like I was reading it and for some reason things weren't <laughs> flowing together. Uh, they're saying it's been in Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, and it's continuing up, continuing north towards Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. And gas prices mm. are now expected to hit a six and a half year high. Oh, I hope that don't come here. Ohio ain't that far from. I know. Some of I, I was I, when I was thinking about the uh, southeast. I was like, is that close? I know we're the Midwest, but I was just like, where is that in relation you know? <laughs> to where we are? Because I don't want to pay more for gas. Well, because I mean, if that's like Tennessee or something, then yeah, Missouri would definitely ain't too far. Right. But southeast gives me like Georgia. And like Florida, like you said. Right. And so that's where it seems like it is. But it's, um, they said that there's special credit cards that you can use that give you a deal. But basically, they're all having to pay with cards. And I, I, but I haven't been able to find out why these people have hacked into this gas pipeline and decided to attack it so that we're paying higher gas prices. But basically, that's what's going on. People are lined up, trying to get gas quickly before the shortage 
it's like I ain't got no type of commentary for this because I just don't. I I ain't heard about this. This is really unfortunate. I need to watch the news. This really just reinforces that for me. I mm. I probably do too, but I'm just not going to do that. Um, basically, <laughs> uh-huh. what you need to be aware of. Come on. That's what my mom asked me today. She said there was an accident where she was, and she was like, "Can you turn on the?" And I was like, "You know, I can't turn the news on. I don't Why not? Even have that channel. I don't have TV channels." You don't get like local channels? No, I don't know how to set that up. I'm. <laughs> I feel like you gotta have something for that. I don't know. I think you I'm sure have I could go on, but I don't think I you need to anymore. I could go on KSDK.com and they got the news live. I'm sure. Yeah, they might even have like an app, but I don't think I don't think you need the antenna anymore to be able to get those. Local I mean, I don't channels. think you need the antenna, but I remember they switched to like an HD. Oh, you made like a box or something. Yeah, right, and I don't have that. So I was, well, then I think you should see if they have an app. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do, but it's like I'm gonna download it for what? If I need to find something real quick, I'll just go to the website. But before I um, when we lived together, I used to watch. It's it's funny because I don't watch the news anymore in the morning. But I used to watch the, the there was a there's a local channel here that had an app in the Roku store. So I used hmm. to watch that one. Yeah, and I I think I, I felt I, like I think I remember that. But I never. It's like low key. If it don't come up on Instagram, I really don't see it, bruh. You just sound like such a. You almost sound like a Gen Zer. You know, some people put us in. It was like our age group. They'll put us in the um, Zillennial or whatever they're called. It's like a I mix was, of Gen Z. You know, so I was telling Therese about this new pastor that I'm gonna have to check out because I'm hype about. It. And you know, he had spoke on the Zillennials, and I was like, Zillennials, what is that? And I was. Like, <laughs> I, I never funny. heard that term. But, but I, I have, I've heard it more because we're recently. young millennials. And that's what We're people say. It's like mm-hmm. they take more of the younger millennials and they'll mix them with, you know, the older Gen Zers. Right. It's like for like uh, our siblings, our younger siblings, right? Mm-hmm. Both of mine are younger, but you know, I'm talking about your younger sister. <laughs> so your younger sister. Technically, but and, technically, my sis, my your second youngest. No. Yeah, the, my the youngest brother you. is probably. I don't. Know He's a Gen Zer. The. Really? It's like yeah, he is. He is. 96? But your older brother. Yeah. Right. I feel like he would be a prime example of a millennial, right? Because if he's going to yeah. be included in millennial, he's barely included. But Well, actually, I didn't know he was 96. So I I thought he was a little younger than that. But um, oh, no, you know, they say they say that the bottom year of millennial is 94/96. It's like they they go back and forth between those two years. Oh yeah. But so our 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 my young, my sister cuz my sister and Teresa's brother are the same age. And they're definitely millennials. Your youngest brother, some people would debate. Like, mm-hmm. he might not be. Um, but to me, I feel like he's more of a zillennial. It's like, he's I an older... He, or he I, might, I think he's a Gen X, Gen Zer. To me, he's more of an older Gen Zer. Right. So that's where he might fall into the zillennial. Or maybe I not. think we... I could see why we do. Because they say that millennials are... aren't Millennials technically are supposed to be people who grew up without... Ele- electronics or heavy electronics and then as they got older it became a boom like they grew up in the midst of it that's a millennial if you really think about it that person probably is like 38 right like so it's they're like, older right. than us so i could see why we could be millennials. it's like definitely not a yeah generation we have Z, kind but... of though because we was like legitimately i remember like going to college and like we was sophomores and i remember everybody was getting the iphone 4 like that's when everybody right. started because i know iPhone. that i did not it was like freshman year of college I did not have a smartphone. Right. But sophomore year. <laughs> but you were late. I did. Sophomore year, everybody started getting a smartphone. Mm-hmm. It was like. Oh, yeah. My by, dad. By he, senior he did year. He about none of that. He was like, Teresa, you going to keep this um 
You whatever that right. was. That but I remember I had a friend come in and she she had a slide one too freshman year. Like it slid mm-hmm. to the side. And right. um, I, what's kind of like a sidekick. Not the razor. Is it the rumor? Was it the rumor? I, I, I have no idea. I, I feel like the rumor is the one that slid to the side. Did your sister have a sidekick? Yeah, a sidekick is different used, though. That's kind of. But I know. I was like, I'm just saying it slid kind of like a sidekick, but it was just to the side and then it was small. Well, a sidekick looked better than what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking I about said kind of like. Oh, <laughs> I think what you had was a room was a a rumor. It's if you like Google I'm, rumor, I'm pretty sure that's what you had. Um, I think I feel like I think you actually had a rumor. I had a friend who had. Mine was orange. Who, yeah, I'm. Go, let me look up. I love how you just ain't even gonna hit hit your Google search. You, um, oh, you acting like your phone and your computer don't work. I'm looking it up, but I know you could have looked it up by now. Let you could have looked it up by now. You talking? I am. About I'm googling it. Google. Rumor phone. I'm pretty sure it was those ones that slid to the side. Oh, this looked better than what I was thinking about. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, you know this, what? You don't need to be doing me like this. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa was like throwing it back because I remember when it was like I was in my head like Teresa probably upgrade soon. You know, like I do remember you being like a little I just, late. Oh, like I could just go into the place and be like, can you upgrade me, please? <laughs> Yes, it was an LG rumor. That's what you had. You had an LG rumor. Um, But yeah, I remember. So by the time we were like, but by the time we were seniors, everyone had smartphones. Like, so that, what was that, like 2014? So going into college, like 2010, everybody didn't have, so I feel like we are millennials, but I kind of feel like any younger than us is like, that's pushing it. And it's like, we barely millennials. Cause it's like to be... I mean, high school, we pretty... I remember in high school, everyone had a phone. Like, it was it was kind of right. weird if you didn't have a cell phone. But texting was not a thing until, like, sophomore Because you still had to pay for those messages. It's like one mm-hmm. message costing you some money, which is completely ridiculous. Right. I remember sophomore year, people would be like, do you have... Can you text? Like, that was a question. Yeah. I but by senior I had year, one friend you could was text. Like, oh, yeah. Call me after 7 o'clock or call me after 9 o'clock. Weren't like, you? I think you were the one that I, I would text... And then you were like, I can pretty much read. <laughs> you were like, I can pretty much read it. Because it would like scroll across the top. You remember that? And you were like, I try not to open them because I get charged for these. That was definitely you. Oh, okay. I don't remember. You, how do you not remember that? Because your dad would be like, don't open them text messages. I mean, it sounds like something my dad would say. I believe So you it. were like, <laughs> you had to It was to be like, I remember if you accidentally senior. went on the internet, they would charge you for something. And that internet used to be so slow. And it's like, oh gosh. <laughs> I don't miss that at all. So I feel like we're millennials. How you, I don't know how y'all how, how Teresa now. I remember when Teresa, I would be like, oh, can I open it? She'd be like, don't open that. You can read it. You can see it. It's a three-word text message. I'm here. Okay, cool. I know she's here. And you wouldn't open it. I really remember that. Oh, Man. That's interesting. I remember that for sure. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. How you not remember that? I remember when, because your dad was very like, we keeping these bills low. Like, ain't no... <laughs> And we don't need to be believable. we'll need to be fancy out here. You, right. you, you need to upgrade that. this phone, please. That <laughs> you had a flip mind. phone. I swear you had a flip phone. Like it might have been senior year. I probably did. That's why I'm like, how you not remember this? Because it anyway. Okay. Anyway. Um. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, my stuff. Right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Before I was rudely interrupted with whatever you were saying. Well, um, you the one who started talking about millennials. Zillennials. I like Zillennials. Millennials sound better though than millennial. I don't know. I like okay. So Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner. What's going on with that? Is she running for mayor or something? Yeah. 
Yeah. I be getting CNN alerts about it. The way that you it. let me introduce these topics is very interesting. Because I feel like I never <laughs> really get to say what they're about. You just start talking. So, yes. Well. <laughs> Excuse me. Caitlyn Jenner is running for some type of office in California. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let you speak the whole time. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. I, I will. <laughs> so, she's running for some type of office, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she is a trans person. And she was mm-hmm. asked questions about uh, trans teens in sports. And she was like, no, we got to keep it fair. Um, now, what does that mean? Trans women can't be in regular sports. Women's sports or men's? Which, which one? What is I she think, saying? I, what she was saying is a trans girl can't be on the, the girls volleyball team. She said, we need to keep mm, it fair. That's tough. And I was yeah. like, dang. And people were just like, as a trans, as a trans woman, you really about to say this? That's what a bunch That's of so tough, though. Right. We were talking about that. It's like. It's like, it's interesting to me. I just don't, just like I don't saying, know. You know, I think that black girls should, um, I don't know, have to do something that's harder. It's like, why would I say that? I'm trying no, to that's easy. not the not same, though. Price. That's different, why? though. That's her. Because. So when she was in high school and got to transition back then. In high school, she would really but, want somebody not to let her be on the track team. Wasn't she running? Wasn't that her? But thing? see, didn't we talk? We talked about this because I feel like, and I see both sides of this argument because I'm I'm thinking about your body, like, and I don't like to say, oh, this, y'all, y'all know I don't like to acknowledge that men are strong. <laughs> oh like, yeah, we did talk about this, but it wasn't on the podcast. No, yeah, I, like because I was like, oh, so are you saying are that women stronger. are not as strong as men? And you're like. <sighs> I'm not trying to say that, or I don't like saying that, but it's, I don't like to be, be like men are stronger, but uh, most of the time they are, it, it, and that sounds, and it's, but it's just, We're that's just, just what it their is. Muscles are, are built it's just the way that their body is built. Like, it's like, typically they, like, even a weak dude and a weak girl, usually the weak boy can pick a little more up. Like, and that sounds, that's a reason why people be like, get this box for her. Like, you know, like, I mean, so I feel yeah, like I if think it, it's more of a, she shouldn't have to carry it. Not that Sometimes I it, re- I feel like it started as a way of like, it's much easier for you to get this, so get it. Oh, you know, like <laughs> I don't know though, but I feel but like I, if 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 that's what we're basing off of, like, then I understand that. But if if you if you're saying like, no, when I transition, my body looks, my body shifts as well, like my shoulders, because you know men have more, um, you know, their shoulders are more up. I can't think of the right word right now. You know what I mean? Because people be like, oh, I have such man shoulders. You know, they say stuff like that. Yeah, they're wider and they sit up more. So it's like, you know, like if your shoulders go down a little bit, you know, if that happens, okay, that's But I mean, those people, when people get on hormones, they change a lot of stuff. I don't know exactly what they change. I don't either. That's tough. That's, that's, that is, to me, that is not a black and white subject. And it's not shocking. And I, I don't really like take Caitlyn's side like that, but it's not shocking that a trans person would think it's shocking that a trans person would run for office and say that, but it's not shocking that a trans person would have that view in my opinion. And I'm really hoping I'm not being offensive to anybody, but I don't know. No, I I mean, I see what you're saying. My, my biggest issue with her saying that is right. Mm -hmm. Or it being said in her trying to run for office and be in charge of something. It's just like, so what are, what are these, uh, trans teenagers supposed to do? It's like if, if track. Nah, is my nah life, that's real. It's like what? That's real. Track. I feel like you should be able to be on a girls' track team. I don't know. Are you really running fast? Do dudes? The men be run t- fast. That's what I'm saying, Therese. Like if you look at statistics, this sounds. I hate to admit this. This is that feminist. In so me that it's just like, what do you hate to admit for? If it's the truth, then it's the truth. 
It just really hurts my heart. You just need to heart. say, be sad on the I fact just, that you're weaker than men. We're not about to, don't even do me like that. Because <laughs> I feel like growing up, I was big. Can't no man beat me. I can beat, you know, like But knowing all the like, time in the back of your head, yes, they can. No, I didn't think, <laughs> I really didn't think that. But it's like, it's I think true. I, I think I took a class or something and somebody was like, typically men build are they're typically stronger and i've heard people say that like he's bigger than me he's stronger than me you know like even there's a reason even with like physical abuse a woman should never hit a man but there is a reason why when men hit women it's a bigger deal because they typically yes. are stronger there's more so force it's behind those fists so right so if you watch and i like i said i don't even like to like put this out there because i don't want people to have this in their head because but i feel if you look at statistics like if you look at like top runners right like mm-hmm. in the olympics or something the men's right statistics are faster. I, and <laughs> I don't know why that's eating any you up, sport. but it's just like you're working or if you watch, or like, you watch are they faster tennis, or are they not faster? It don't bother me tennis, at all. It's like it don't, it don't sit well with me because I don't I don't know. It's that feminist in me that's like, nah, bro, I don't want to give them that. It's like, well, I don't you're want y'all to have that. You're giving them what they deserve. That. Nah, bro. Anyway. So, it's like tennis, all those sports where men and women play, typically the women's stats are a little lower. Like, a lot of times, the the top woman's stat is not as high as the top male stat. Hmm. Like, I mean, as, as, as high as the low, it was like the third place male okay, stat. Okay, so what do you so think they're like, supposed to do? I don't know. She just can't I really play don't. sports? No, no, that's not that's not right either. But there's know. not there's I feel like based on numbers, I mean, well, it depends. There's what not kind of enough. Are we at here? Does it really matter? I mean, are y- unless y'all at school going to state, I feel like just put them on the team. Like, I mean, you oh, know so I mean? then what are we talking about? Because to me, it's, I mean, oh, what, so, kind of school, what are you are talking we, about? Professional sports? No, I'm talking about high school. Like, unless it's like, like I, I said, thought we were state, always like talking I, about that. So yeah, to me, it's like it doesn't matter. It's it like, shouldn't matter. I mean, it depends. Team. But then the right. other team might be like, y'all only won state because um, whoever. And it's just like, I ain't got time. I mean, now it does depend now. Are we like inhibiting? Oh, gosh. Are we in? It's like, are we making it? It's going to be harder for the other team to beat you. And, and that could lead to them not getting a scholarship. That's a little different. But if we just don't think about like, like does in she college. Does she deserve a scholarship? An opportunity to get a scholarship? She does I just feel like you're keeping people out of. You are keeping people out of the sports. You ain't making sense because you did not say this when we were talking the other day. But it's fine. Okay. What did I say last time? <laughs> I don't remember, Kristen. I feel like you were like, yeah, dang, if it is. You were like, well, I don't know what they should do then. Because I think. So, oh, because I'm saying the exact same thing. I don't know what they should do. But I'm not I'm just acting saying, like I have the solution. I'm not saying that they should if there was a trans necessarily be woman, included, but it's also like to put them out. That's messed they sh- up. I feel like they they. Sh- I'm gonna say eight times out of ten they should just be on. It. Just put them on the team. It doesn't matter. You're not gonna. You're not that. Your team's not that good anyway. But if, <laughs> but if you're on one of those teams like where it's like this the is the all American. You want them to be left off. Of? <laughs> I don't know if they should be left off of it. It's but maybe just, it I sounds don't like know. a very complicated like the, thing. Those should. Be, it I, is very. It's not. I wasn't even trying to get into all of this. Like it be right that deep. Right, nothing. You you kept talking. Because you making it. I feel like I'm over No, here. you making like yourself feel. Don't put none of that on me. <laughs> I feel like I'm dragging women. And I feel like I, I don't. I might be offending the trans the trans community. And I'm not trying to. I mean, that's not I our just, intention. I don't think you said anything outright offensive. I feel like we know, don't know what, what the solution is. But, I said I don't feel like. <laughs> because, you know. Don't since worry, I'm, Jenny. Since I'm not in that community, I can't me. be an ally anyway, right? So you know, you're what? right. That's a fact. I went, I'm glad I you went to somebody's that. house and they had a 
bumper sticker on the back of their car that said ally. And that's exactly what I thought about you. <laughs> Girl, sit down. like, are you an ally? Who decided that for you? Unless you marry, maybe if you're married to a black man. Okay, but maybe. But then it's also like, I don't know if I can but, you an ally. You'd be the type. There was that one lady yelling at the Starbucks people, calling them the N-word. And she's like, my 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 kids are mixed, so I can't be racist. Ooh, that's scary. I was like, girl, you better get out that's of here. Crazy. <laughs> but that's crazy. But the other part of really Caitlyn Jenner's thing that I wanted to talk about is that mm-hmm. she's saying that as part of her, you know, run for office or whatever, mm-hmm. that she's trying to get, I don't want to say get rid of, but she didn't say solve. The, but she said, um, change the homeless situation in LA. Because she said, what she, what she said was, she's like, a lot of my uh, friends are mm. all leaving LA because there's just too many homeless people. You can't walk around without seeing them. And so where are they really going? To, okay. She, she, she made it seem like it was, you know, it's an aesthetic issue. And you guys are making it hard for me to mm. live my rich life. I'm seeing too I many people. I just remember when she here. did that interview. I don't like. I don't really mess with her like that. Um, and it's weird too because I used to. I used to really feel for Bruce. Like uh-huh. I would be like, "Dang, he seemed like he really struggling." But like, I remember when she did that interview, and the lady was like, "Oh, you're a Republican," and she's like, "I still believe in the Constitution." And I was like, "What is wrong so, with you?" <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's weird. Like, I mean. I don't know. It's like me and a black person that's a Republican. It's just like, but you know, my friend was telling me that black people, a lot of black people might vote Republican because of the gun laws. And I was like, well, I actually understand that. Um, Why? Because I need to keep my gun. I get that a little more. I was going to say something very messed up. (laughs) What? I'm going to keep that to myself. Please say it. Please. (laughs) I guess I was just thinking, you know, there's a large majority of black people whose guns are, guns like, are illegal. <laughs> right. It's like, are you really that pressed? Are you registering your gun with somebody? Because I don't think y'all are. But okay. Don't do us. I was, I, my friend was saying that she took a CWA class. That's, that's what's called, right? Oh, are you asking me? I don't know. It's called CWA. Okay. Well, she told me that she took a class for, for getting her gun, her gun law. And she said that the whole class was black. Black people that's still, good. black people carry. You said that's good? Yeah. It's just interesting that women our age get think about that. But I don't think... I feel like a woman who's white, who lives a similar lifestyle as me, would not think to get a gun. You know what I mean? Like I just looked up that rumor phone. It is exactly the phone that I had. Yeah, I was going to say, I know. I'm, 20 minutes later, y'all. But um, what was I talking about now? You didn't cut... I didn't forgot. I mean, I can't help that you... Bruh, what was I talking memory. about? I'm talking about white women. I don't know. Oh, I feel like a woman who lives the type of life that I live, like, because mm-hmm. it's not like I, I be, I be out here, you know, none of that. I feel like she would never think about getting a, a gun, like getting her gun license, you know. But mm-hmm. it's like people who I'm friends with have their, have a gun, right? You know what I mean? It's just interesting. We're all we're, we're just we're programmed so different. It's I mean it, it really is like black people feel more of a need to have a gun, so right. I understand voting for Trump. Now that's just unacceptable, but I understand a little local law where you like, you know, I got to hit them with this Republican law right quick because I need to be able to carry my gun. I understand mm-hmm. that. I guess it's not that, but I don't feel like Democrats are against people having guns, but right to me, the gun do, laws don't, but make Republicans no make it easier. Now Republicans yes. make it easier. It's like, no, that's what I'm, me no, <laughs> I'm not saying I, that's not how I meant. It doesn't make sense. 
to me, it's mm-hmm. like neither party seems to be completely anti-gun. against John. Right. Nobody's anti-gun. D- Democrats seem to be like, hey, I sh- you shouldn't be able to walk into a gun place and walk out. And I did, no, I think some dem- who was I listening to where they were like, was it Obama? Mm. Or maybe it was my pastor. It might have been my pastor. Okay. Oh, that's Those are that was such a comparison. Different. Like, you're welcome, Pastor. Anyway. Oh, um <laughs> I truly was like, those are completely different. But but, okay. I, but he's really prolific as well. And he said something like he's like, nobody should ever need like one of those guns that those right, big an automatic guns. guns? An automatic yeah, weapon. You I can't, don't like need an in, cool. like yeah, but but that's not how Republicans feel. They feel like they 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 should be able to carry. They should be able to like because they be out in they keep they, guns. They family. They like those. My grandpa had guns down like trees that with AK forty sevens. It's like for what? You don't have no country family because I have family that used to have guns like that. If I do, I don't know though. <laughs> oh, my room one time my um, my grandpa he had a bunch of guns like big pistol guns not pistols oh, those, yeah. the big See, tall ones mm-hmm. and he had yeah, those my grandpa in the had closet. a whole bunch of those yeah and he had those in the closet and me and my sister were I think we were playing like hide and go seek in the closet oh because we didn't I know that, <laughs> that could have really no that's out exactly bad. what that's exactly oh. how we found those guns it's like we were kids we, no he had them in like a closet we went in there and was like huh there's guns in here but we didn't, we didn't, I don't, I think I was even too young to know that those were guns. I think I just was in there I with those guns. I thought they were guns. fake guns. Oh, no, I, I didn't I know they were guns. I, like, oh, were I like remember, displays. I'm pretty, I should ask my mom, but I think my grandpa, after he found out that we were like, just randomly in the closet, because he had them just in the closet. It was like a coat closet. It wasn't like, it wasn't even like, <laughs> like a closet far in the back or in the basement. It was like the coat closet. And I remember we, we like played hide and go seek. I think I, I probably had to be like five. I don't think I re- knew that that was a gun. Uh-huh. And um, my mom, I know after that, he, those guns weren't in there anymore. He moved them. I think my mom oh, and him had like a conversation no. like, don't be, don't those be having these guns were always out. There. I never touched them because I just knew not to do that. I was probably now, see that's kind of scary. I mean, I feel like I feel like after you see them, it's like don't go back in here. And I surely didn't. I don't know like, though. Kids be crazy. Kid, because like you remember how we were talking about how kids you know, can shoot and they and they might not realize what they child. did. You must have been because I feel like you. I wouldn't ever done that, but I feel like if you was a kid who might get mad at your brother, you pull out that gun and they, and you just joking, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like people do stuff like that, so I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Hmm. Did you have anything else? So what exactly is Caitlyn Jenner running for? I don't know if you answered me. No, I didn't because I don't know. Bruh. I said office and you kept trying to say Senate or whatever and I was like, office. I did not say Senate, please. You said something. She running for something that she don't do, need to be in. <laughs> I don't want to acknowledge it because it doesn't I make definitely sense. didn't say Senate. Um, What else did I have? I had a couple little things, but it's like we don't really have time. So Okay, well hurry up. Oh, rundown. Oh, run okay, so mm-hmm. um, Brianna Taylor's family lawyer has recently been in a little bit of hot water because he named his horse that he ran in the Kentucky Derby, Brianna Taylor. And that just seems like a little Wait, bit, say that again? It's a bad taste in your mouth. Brianna Taylor's lawyer, of mm-hmm. her, you know, her family's lawyer, had a mm-hmm. horse in the Kentucky Derby, you know, where the horses race. And he mm-hmm. named one of the horses Brianna Taylor. And people... Are not they don't really like that because the, the horses be named just random stuff and i don't know if that puts a bad taste in my mouth or not it's like it, to me it's an odd thing to do yeah it's just, it, it's it doesn't just like, make me are you trying just yeah. angry but it's just like why 
Yeah, it doesn't make that doesn't make me angry though. Um, well, wasn't her? Some people were angry about it. I can understand being like frustrated. Wasn't her um, lawyer the same one that defended George Floyd? I don't know. Therese. Why is that something you feel like I should know? <laughs> yeah, it was Ben Crump. I think Ben Crump. Um, okay. Because you should know these things. You need to be watching the news. No, I refuse. Um, <laughs> so he was the one that, not that I put George Clooney. Um, so he was the one. It was a black, because he was a black man. Oh, I didn't know he was black. And that just seems odder. I didn't know black people had horses in the Kentucky Derby. Well, if you uh, uh, extra fancy lawyer like that, I mean, you might be doing some stuff like that. I guess so. <laughs> um, also, I heard, the, um, I heard the Kentucky Derby is really fun. I I see people be wearing big hats, like mm-hmm. white white women in church hats, which is interesting. <laughs> I would do that. This sounds fun to me. Cheerio! That's a bit on one of the horses. I don't think that's something <laughs> I would need to do, but I would do it. Okay, sounds um, fun. I mean, it definitely Biden feels like it's wrong been... to the animal. Oh, thanks for listening. I was trying to talk over you, so you stop talking. <laughs> like, you know, whatever. Um, I think they'd be hitting them with sticks, and I don't really appreciate that. Um, I mean, of course, but you still eat your chicken. <laughs> I surely do. I don't eat horse though. Uh, I don't. You know, that's that systematic. That's yeah, that systematic. Is. It is that socialization. Is. I ain't eating horse. I ain't eating dog. I'm not eating nobody. That's pet, that socialization. Okay? I have been socialized pets, to think that we eat these exactly. pets. We protect these. No, those are things. They're not pets. They're not pets to me. Not pets. Oh, You're right. Oh, but it's right. In, these but that's what I'm saying. Like for food. These but when when white people are when that's Americans walk around like y'all eat dog, y'all so crazy. Unless you are a straight up vegan. You are really just showing your ignorance. That's like and like your lack. I of feel under- like we're showing our differences. We keep dogs in the house as pets. People dress them up in clothes and bring them into the store with them. Not have. But them you're showing you're showing your ignorance but though. that else, shouldn't be weird. It should be more so. It's, uh, different. it's unsettling. It should it should be different. It shouldn't be weird. And I feel like when uh, you act like it's weird, unsettling. I'm unsettled like by the that's, fact that that's that privilege coming out. Okay. Because it's like. Be what it is. I'm not going to be okay <laughs> with people eating dogs. And somebody can be not okay with me eating pigs. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not saying that I eat pork hurt. right now. I don't really want to put that out there. So right. somebody can be okay with me not wanting to eat cow. They can be mad about that. That's fine. They have that right. People in India, there are plenty of people over there who don't eat cows. They are sacred. But mm-hmm. what we're going to do over so here is. I'm going I'm to, trying have to figure a out steak and enjoy it. The only, the only animal I can't give up is chicken. I could probably give up just chicken like a first. black person. It's just the least good of all of them. Well, <laughs> I can't really giving up beef just sounds so hard. Beef just be good. Beef, but, but chicken be hitting. Um, I'm trying to figure out who named it because I don't think it was Ben Crump who who did who named this horse. Oh well, I'm I feel like it's probably a white lawyer. I can't pull that. Yeah, up right it had now, to be. We're, we're moving past that. Last because I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh, something about Biden. Yeah, it's like I wanted to talk about J. Cole real quick, but Biden, oh, my baby, love Biden <sighs> is, love is him t- so much trying to ban menthol cigarettes. Oof. I'm not mad at it, which is interesting because I'm not mad that you're because you're banning cigarettes because you know, mm-hmm. deadly and mm-hmm. whatnot. But people are mm-hmm. saying that black people smoke more menthols. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're going to ban cigarettes, oh, yeah. you better ban all of them. Because I did hear these that. These white people ain't going to be smoking their Marlboros, but we, you know, black people can't get no whatever black people be smoking. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's What's true. 
Well, why didn't I be on everything? What do the cigarettes black people smoke? They're like escaping my know. mind right now. I literally don't know. I don't Give know. <laughs> Give me a pack of... Uh, I don't I know. I used to work some places that sold cigarettes. And black people uh, were the same ones. I literally don't know what black people smoke and what white people smoke. I don't know that many smokers. White people but... smoke Marlboros. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Oh, and they're and they're trying to ban black and miles or cigars or whatever they're called. Well, no, nah, now nah, we ain't banning Flav- everything. I heard that flavored cigars. cigars. No, it sounds like they're trying to ban black use. I would be so curious to hear why he's doing that. Like, you know, because Newports. people say that Newports. There we go. Couldn't black people figure it out. We smoke Newports. Why do I not think of Newports? I think yes. of white people from the sixties and ads. I don't know why. Well, because in my advertising classes. Newports. They used to those used those used to be the ones who be holding a Newport, be a white lady in a truck. And yeah, like we, we took them, and we were like, we're <laughs> gonna smoke these now. And they're like, well, if you're gonna smoke those, we're not. Mm, that's exactly probably what happened. Um, because it's like at first I thought he was doing that to like equal out the deficit or something. You know how people say that like cigarettes are typically targeted in lower income communities so maybe he was like trying to like do away with that but then mm-hmm. it's like well I don't know so I thought it was like that but now that if I don't know I need I need to read more into that to really educate myself I, I feel like know. if we're banning cigarettes you better ban them all I I agree I'm wondering if it was like a tax thing I don't know I, I, I feel like on the surface yeah I agree with you but I don't I don't know I'm wondering if it was deeper than that which is really unfortunate because with Trump I would have been like listen racist he look at him, but like with Biden, Let's I'm like, Biden, well, you know, I feel like Biden might have maybe a point in there somewhere. He let's, might. Let's, let's I, I ain't about now. Nah, you know, if it was Obama, I'd be like, well, Obama clearly has reason for this, right? And he, like, <laughs> he used to be a smoker, so he he can't really be uh, right. That's how we would be on the black folk, right? Because he black. Why would he do right. that? Why would I he mean, do that to us? but yes, I feel like it's levels, but I don't know. I want to look more into it. But J Cole, real quick. So yeah, my baby is. Uh, this is part I of feel like time. this okay. album is about to be it because he's pubbing it. I feel like J Cole will straight drop an album and barely say. I mean, anything. he said that he would wanted to do that, like drop it with nothing. But then he was like, I'm "I go love ahead. him so go much." Go ahead and put out. I thought he put out a single already, or he was. I think I read that he was putting out. A, it might did it. It's like I'm not as big into him as I used to. Tonight or last night. Or That's what I was about to say. I thought I think he said the tenth. If I'm not, maybe right. Because I was me. like, oh, it should come out before we record, and I felt like he would listen to it because I knew I wasn't gonna listen to it. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, not I feel like I don't I'm. Like J Cole, it's just I like J Cole. I I mean, Forrest Hills to me is just like when I say like people think I'm kidding, but like I have that on record, like. That to me is like the thriller album that our parents had. Like my kids will be jamming, and we it will be 2037. Goodness, actually it'll be later than that, 2042. And my, my kids, kids will be listening to Adele's album. Like mom loves her some Adele. Like yeah, she does. I just feel like Adele is is just sad. Like it's not even that it's not good. It's just sad. And you know that's it's, that's that vibe of music. To me, it's like I really don't be absorbing the lyrics like that. So you don't absorb lyrics in general or just with that? In general. Okay. It's like well, to and me, I, it's like I could them say heavily. the whole, I could sing that whole album. And if somebody was like, hey, song number one, what is that about? And I would be like, I could not tell you for anything. Mm. I feel Nothing. like even. So it's like, bruh, nothing is sad to me. So tell me why I was listening to Ashanti's Foolish. And I was like, oh, she was hurting. Because it's like, it's got that. It's got that extra catchy beat. But it's like when she's like. 
See, my days are cool without you, but I'm hurt. Wait, no, she said, my days are cool without you, but I'm oh, hurting when I'm with too, you. Though. And I was like, ooh, sis was hurt. And she was like, that's a toxic song. It's like the stuff that she's saying is very like, but she was acknowledging that she was, that this was not healthy. She basically was saying yeah, like, my heart can't take you're trash. On running back to you. It's like, I'm not happy when I'm with, without you, but when I'm with you. I know I shouldn't be with you. It's like this is really toxic here, but it's like it's got that catchy little beat, and you forgot what she was saying. But it's like, oh, this that's toxic. So it's like even listening to that as I was an adult, I was like, oh wow, this is like this is a grown woman thinking this. This ain't no this ain't no kid. <laughs> like that I don't know. To me, I thought Shanti, you know, I'm little, so I'm like, oh, it's this little pretty sixteen year old singing about you know on the beach, well, and I didn't know that. I didn't. I don't know. I just thought just she like, was older, older than you. <laughs> right. I was, she probably was like twenty, but um, but no, I feel like um, I feel, I know this lyrics a lot, so we gonna be li- my kids are going to know like J Cole, um, like Forest Hills album, but I do feel like the the I think he had two after that, right? Um, I liked one more than the other, um, but I thought K I know KLD, and then he had the other one, but I actually yeah, liked the one before. I like the one before KLD better. Is it all lies on me? That's going no, that's not right. It's definitely that's that's Tupac. Um, um Who that's gonna bother me. Let me look. Hold on. Give me a second. Oh, it is out. Oh, I gotta listen to that. Um Yeah, he had KLD. so Forest Hills Drives, K O D For Your Eye For Your Eyes Only. So I actually prefer I for your eyes only. I didn't really like KOD. KOD was okay. And I feel like Yeah, it's out. Um I feel like For Your Eyes Only was pretty good. And then KOD was decent. So it was like I used to be a straight stand, you know, and I feel like my stand is kinda coming down. But my kids are gonna know that twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive though. They gonna be like they gonna they think say I'm the old music too. that you listen to in like your twenties and your teens is the music that you, you, know, you play you take with you. It's like that'll be your music. I believe that it has something to do with you know independence or something. I can't remember. Somebody, mm, that's deep. I got this song playing in my ear right now. Really, we're recording, and it's your time now. You've you've talked. I know, for but I just want to hear what it sounds like. So I just want to hear what it sounds like. It sounds pretty good. The album cover looked nice too. Go ahead. Yes. Uh uh-uh. uh. Krista. <laughs> we are busy. It sounds good. Okay. I gotta listen to this later. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> okay. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're anything like me and reading has become a huge part of your life, or maybe you've just always been reading, you need to check out Audible. They have so many audiobooks available for you right now, guys. And while you're on there, you might as well use our code. It's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash 2020SNL. Go ahead, y'all. Get your life and enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. So, hot topics, guys. Are you ready? Are you really? I actually have a few, but I guess we can. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I have a few, Therese. Gosh. Yeah, we just talked for an hour. I don't know how. It's like doing. I literally. So I, I low key have. I you okay, know I, I have, I have three that I wanted to bring, but I did. So what was it? Real quick, hit me with it. Uh, 
I mean, it was just more about, uh, I was watching, listening to a podcast, and they were talking about um, your birth age or, like, your sibling order and how mm-hmm. that affects you or doesn't affect you or if it's a real thing. And I was just trying to get your opinion as a middle child and how I how definitely think it affects you. you. Definitely affects you, but I do think... You, do you I, feel I, like you fall into the stereotypical middle child role? I definitely did growing up. I don't know how they say middle childs act when they grow up. Um, it seems like they're, some of them be like they're, I don't want to say people pleasers, but it's like you, ooh, you have deep. to, I was listening to it and it was like, you, you have to balance in between the older sibling trying to get what they want, the baby trying to, you know, do their thing. And you're more of a, just let it, you know, whatever you guys decide is fine with me. That's exactly how I was. I feel like I'm you. You can see parts of that because even how we were talking and you were like, once <laughs> we went to um when we went to uh, Canada and Therese was like, there's a bed and a couch. And I just assumed you would take the couch. Like even that, that's that middle child in me. No, for real, that is that's that Did, middle child. Where you said like, that I said that. Yeah, you were because oh, you yeah. were like I just assumed you would take the couch. Um, see, okay. I'm older now. The way my back is set up, but like I feel like if it you was know, like something else, I think that that's really funny because the people on the podcast they have a business together, and one of them is a uh, an only child. The other one is a younger child, and they talked about how their sibling order affects their friendship and their work relationship now because mm-hmm. the only child wants things done a certain way, mm-hmm. and the um, the younger child is more of a you know if things are really important to me then I will speak up about them obviously Mm -hmm. but it's like he's more go with the flow Mm -hmm. and in that instance of you saying you know you doing me saying the bed thing it does give me a I'm used to as Therese I'm just assuming and not even not in a way of I'm getting what I want but it's just like you know, I did assume you would take the bed. I felt like you would be cool with I mean, you, you would take the, the You would take the couch. Because I felt like you'd be fine with that. Yeah. And I knew that I yeah, probably I would be fine with that. And I feel like I'm like that in a lot of ways. Where it's like... Mm-hmm. That's like for my birthday. My uh, my friends were like... We were supposed to do like this girls week thing. And it sounds so dope. And it was like... It was like low-key expensive. And it was like... You get a champagne. You get a trip to the massage. You stay in the hotel. Like all this stuff. And it was really pricey. And then they were like... You know what? We keep pushing it back. Let's just do it for your, your birthday weekend. And I was like... Bet. And then I found the hotel. And they were just like... This one night? And I was like... Bro, this is $50 more than the other one. Because the other one was sold out. And I wasn't mad. Because I'm like... I mean... Whatever. I was like... Let me just find an Airbnb. And we can just go drive to get us a... Get a... Um, a massage to, but because to, to me that wasn't that big of a deal but i could see how somebody else could be hurt by that um you know what i'm like i feel everyone i don't know that might be that middle child in me um that's definitely that middle child in me but but yeah. i it was funny because i brought it after i listened to it i was talking to my mom about it trying to get her opinion if i fit into the older child role i, I bet you fit into an only child sometimes because i, I think being the I older said. sibling your older girl sibling exactly so that's that's what i told her i was like i feel like there are parts of me that fit into the older the oldest child role and they said you know taking on the role as a third parent or you can be somewhat bossy Mm -hmm. and stuff like that i I can see that i can see those i can definitely but i also be like random stuff when Teresa would be like i'm doing my brother's taxes and i'm like bro you ain't that much older than him he can do his own you know that's so funny my brother just texted me about about 
filing an extension for his taxes. And I was like, I yeah, you know, I just guessed. But I if my I or I just remember it. when we were little, your dad would be like, "Can you fix the computer?" Stuff like that. So I do think um, there's some real stuff to that. I was talking to somebody who was like, you know, like sometimes like you really did you didn't help you didn't raise your siblings but you did assist in a lot of ways so it can be hurtful when the little when the little sister is like you not my mama and it's like i know i'm not your mom but like can you at least acknowledge that i helped and it's like and i i get both sides of that because it's like you are not my mom like but it's like at the same time i don't think that i would ever if my brother was like you're not my mom i'm like obviously okay but people hit you with that sometimes sometimes Mm -hmm. people were like i helped right my sister's See, you hear I'm over here like, she was like, I helped raise you. And it's like, please. And you ain't helped raise me. I feel like, like get out of here with that. To me, it does seem different when you have two involved parents. My brother's going to be like, bro, it's like you helped when mom and dad were at work. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But let's not act like you I mean, that is responsibility, though. I get it. It's just like, as a person who is not that, I'm not ever going to even put you remotely close to being a parent. No, I get like that. that's and when my sister she'll she'll randomly be like remember when I used to drop because I used to play softball like fifty minutes away and I'd be like you know, I, was DeSoto, I was in Desoto the other day oh I didn't even meet now she wouldn't have drove me out there but like I, it was like Kirkwood oh <laughs> she would have been funny. like no nah, but it's bro. like the single the, not the single the only child thing I do see for mm-hmm. myself as well Mm-hmm. And I see it. because they, they, they talk about older, you know, the older child being a rule follower. And I asked my mom, I was like, you consider me to be a rule follower. And before I give you her I answer. Okay. So she said, no, not at all. And I was like, what? Mm. I was like, if rules are clear, I do follow them. And she's like, do. I was like, I think that I do. And she's like, no, you don't. And, and I guess there needs to be a distinction in what she considers to be rules because they do say, like, a younger right. child is more likely to challenge rules. If my mom said, me as a oh, 13-year-old. see, you're talking parent rules? Right. Oh, that's different. And so that's what I'm saying. That's what I told her. And I no, was like, societal I rules, consider you a rule. I will follow. Yes, you're a big rule follower. Exactly. That's exactly what I was, I was like. As far as, like, legitimate rules, I'll follow. But if my mom goes, Therese, I need you to go downstairs and clean out the closet. I am not the type of person to be like, yeah, yeah. mom, I'm on my way down there. I'm not doing that. <laughs> It's just like not yeah. in me. Oh, I'm and the they, opposite. And they say only I'm, I'm the they opposite. say older children or even some middle children are more likely to do that because older children they're used yeah. to you know being you know they're strict. The parents are usually stricter in the beginning, so they just right. do those things. And younger mm-hmm. children are more likely to be like, "Why should I have to do this?" Mm-hmm. And me, <laughs> I was surely like, "I mean, why am I doing? What are what are my brothers doing? What are Tim and Jerry doing? Why am I doing mm-hmm. this? You mm-hmm. think I'm gonna do this by myself? No." It's just mm-hmm. like I did do that. I wasn't following house rules as well, but I also wasn't gonna but sneak that's out that of the only, house. Or... That's that. That's that girl. I think that if you were if you were a house of girls, or even had one little sister uh-huh. and one brother, I think you it would be different. I think you would follow the rules more because I, I think like there probably were a lot of times when it was like they can do it because it probably was like well they probably sh- they probably should go do it because they're the boys. Like, I mean, there were. I'm pretty sure my brothers would say there was a lot of stuff that they had to do that I did not have to do. Right. And I, I feel think like if there you had a little had girl, do, like, I think if you had a little girl sibling, you would be a little more of a parental rule follower. I'm. I'm more so like. It's like I follow the rules because I don't 
But even like how you were talking about those when we were at Made in America, <laughs> and you were like, I get arrested for this. It's like I didn't even think about that. I was thinking more about. I'm over here helping these little white boys out. Y'all can't even give me an extra dollar or two. But you were thinking, like... I surely was just like, I'm going to help these little boys out, and then I'm going to get arrested. They could, they could be undercover cops. I'm thinking more like, I'm, I got something that y'all can't get. So why? how dare you only give me a dollar? That was my whole... I wasn't thinking we are going to get arrested. It was a billion people out there. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe because they were white. If they would have been some little black boys, I definitely wouldn't have thought we would get arrested. But... Because they probably just think we was with them. I don't oh, know. Yeah. But it's like. I probably would have been more more likely to want to. I'm weak. Help them. Okay. Uh, that ain't even what I meant. I just meant more like we ain't going to look at suspects. Because we look a little suspect talking to these random white boys. But then I mean, they're time, in contact know? with a bunch of random people. It w- True. It wasn't that many black people at that concert, though. So I don't know. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I feel like I'm more of a. I'm more of a parent rule follower. Because, like, I'm... And I was telling my mom... I was, remember I was telling her, I was like, y'all, maybe I'm weird. Because I personally feel like if you can't afford to pay your bills, you shouldn't be going nowhere. You should be paying rent. You know, like, I just... I'm big, like, pay real parents rent if you have a job. Like, I feel like that type of stuff. And I know... You um, I had some, parents rent? If you have a job and you live at home, I think you probably should oh, try. Oh, no. That's not what or you I should be you throwing down like, on pay, those cleanings. Pay the mortgage is what I thought you Oh, no, no, no. Like, pay pay them you? rent. No, I feel like in general, like people, I feel like that type of stuff. Because I was talking to my mom and I was I like, think "You're an in the house um, rule follower." Yeah, for like, sure. But in the world, it's, growing I'm, up, if your mom told you to do something that you know, I was, you might not I was enjoy definitely doing more it, but you would do it. There you go. It was like, <sighs> but if I don't enjoy it, I'm also going to probably say something about it, or I'm going to say I'm going to do it, and then it's just like. Ten hours see, my mom is like me. Oh, see, my mom is like me, and she'll be like, you know what, don't worry about it. And it's like, I don't even want to deal oh, with the, mom, the talk after that. Because my mom it's like, say, don't worry about it. She just do it. And then you, I, she'd walk past oh. me. And I'd be like, I was going to do it. She's like, Therese, it's, it's fine. I've done it already. Oh, that's so nice. My mom would be like, don't worry, Krista. Not like, you know, because I work a like long a job. Smile on her face and I do this and this and this. More like I, I mean, but that's can't rely on that's you not that bad. Drinks. It's fine. That don't sound that bad. I feel like my mom was like drag you a little bit, and then mm-hmm. it's like, you know, don't worry, cause you ain't do nothing all day. You on summer vacation. You ain't got no type of school. I went to work. I had to study tonight, and I finished this. Don't worry about it, Chris. I got it. It's like that, and it's like right. that would it wasn't it wasn't worth it. Well. Like even mm-hmm. even like I remember when I had graduated college and I had a job and I would come home. With like a bunch of shopping bags or something, and she would be like, "Must be nice." <laughs> it's even that that don't nobody feel like dealing oh, with that. Hilarious. Like, and see, I'm the type of person who I know the things that my mom would react off of. Like when we were waiting for my report card to come, I know <laughs> what is going to. And we was, to y'all, turn we were supposed to go to the mall, and Therese was like, "I cannot sale. leave." I was like, "I'm not leaving. I got on the <laughs> I can't leave." That's literally, it was really a Macy's sale. That's exactly what yeah, it was. And I was like, bruh, the sale starts before noon, before one. We need to go to the mall. And Teresa's like, no. And I was like, Teresa, don't as nobody can, the mail come gets on. here, we can feel free to go. <laughs> but I was posted I outside waiting mail. on the mailman. Like but it's like, lady. I know Nowadays. the things that are going are gonna to turn my mom up. And if I bring in some, a bunch of bags from shopping. Well, that would turn my mom up too. Exactly. Really no, that's what I'm saying. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring the 
Oh yeah, no, I mean it's not. It, it's I think like, it was more of me being selfish than it was that I didn't understand. It was like, oh, because I, I understood. Like, that. Okay, I know she's gonna go to work tomorrow. I'm, I'll pull these out later. I can't bring these in right now. That's definitely yeah. true though, because I because I would have never hid a report card. Like I would have just showed my mom. Like I got something I gotta show no. you. I would have yeah, been like, for sure, report card. I don't think that came. I <laughs> might have got lost in the mail. I'm sorry. My mom would have, lit- but maybe it might be our parents. My mom would have called the school, like, "Can you mail another one?" Because we mean, didn't get it. By this time, I think I was. What is this? I don't know when that was. Were we in high school, senior year, maybe? Yeah, I- but it doesn't matter. My mom still would have called the school. My mom was if, checking if for the. If the report card came, she would see it, but she wasn't gonna be like, "It's report card time now." In grade school, she would have. Oh. But in in high school, I don't think she. I still have a general idea of when report cards come, or even if. Even if I didn't, I would also be like, I haven't seen a report card. Go get your last report card. And if you didn't have it, I would be like, well, let me call the school. Because no. I need, I, I, I'm starting thinking when, about it. And I need to we, see it. When we, were, when we started going to school together, they gave us those codes for our parents to log in and see our grades. I took that mm-hmm. code and I put that somewhere. I was like, she don't need no part of this. <laughs> That's I made shame. my personal code. And That's a shame. I, she never logged on there because it's like, why are we riling her up when we don't need to? These grades are That's working. But literally, out my the mom, because I remember we were at Missoula and my mom was, and they were like, the, the kids are grown, so they have to give you access to see their grades. And my mom was like, mm. she was, <laughs> she was well, sitting there like, like, like that's like your something. mom could say, uh, Kristen, write that access down. I think I gave her the login. But I would pretend like I forgot about that and I would never bring it up. <laughs> She didn't like that though. She was like, "These kids is eighteen years old. Most of these kids, their parents still paying their stuff, right. <laughs> and they get to have access." Okay, I remember her sitting there like that, like, mm, "Ain't that some stuff?" But no, I think I, I see the rule. But it's interesting because you were also talking about weed and at one time, and I was like, "Weed, it's not a big. That's like it's weed." And you're like, "It's illegal." I don't know what we're talking about, but I remember you kept saying it's illegal. I, I told you it's illegal and it is a gateway drug. <sighs> It's like I don't know if I agree with the gateway drug. I don't it not is, agree though. It's like I, you know, part of me says that as a joke. Like I'm sure the first time I said it, it's like I do believe that it can be a gateway drug, but I don't believe that it is for everybody. So what is Molly a gateway drug too? Because I feel like people I pop should, Molly. Yeah, I feel like it probably is more of a gateway drug to me. It's oh, like okay. in terms of things that are illegal, weed to me is like if you do that, I don't really care. I personally am not getting anything from, you know, doing that, so I'm not going to do it. But mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do, I don't I don't care. My husband can't do that all the time because that just seems <laughs> odd to me. It's just My odd. husband won't be smoking weed. Right. I don't even I don't care if, if if I don't I don't care about weed being legal mm-hmm. or not legal. I think it should be legal to be honest, but I think I mean, yeah. um if I it think was legal, for me, I would it's have more no like your body. It. Oh yeah, see, for me it doesn't matter. Because it's no, like no, no. legal or I, not. No, I'm not talking about my, for my husband. I just mean in general. No, I'm talking about me. Both in general. Oh, no. I, it doesn't I'm matter. I'm not going to do it whether it's legal or not illegal. It's just I don't. But I'm it. saying it doesn't matter. Legal or not, I don't. To me, that does nothing. That does not make it. Oh no. It's like you matters. still. I feel like you still need to be careful because that's a. I to me, and this is like maybe me sounding churchy, but it's like when you feel like you can't be sober minded. And you need other things to get you there. I feel like it's something you gotta be careful with, like real careful with. But is it something that like, they need, or is it like somebody having a drink on on a Friday night, having a glass of wine on a Friday night? Is it just about to relax me? The, I mean, that's tough because I feel like the difference is, is though, like with weed, gateway drug. 
No, it's not that it's a gay. I feel like with weed, it's like either you're high or you're not. Like, I don't know. So it's like, it's like if you're drinking wine, you're going to feel a little something or why don't you? Exactly. Exactly. So you're pretty sober minded and you're not no, a no. drunk in It's like you're feeling something. So but you're, but you're sober minded for the do. most part. There's a sober mindedness. You don't, you don't drink for real. I do. That's what I'm saying. I, I literally I almost got a glass so of wine sitting in front of this Y'all podcast. Y'all feeling something or it's like, Therese, what's the I have, point? I have, I have done this podcast multiple times with a glass of wine in front of me and I'm cool. Exactly. Okay, if so I, what's the point of you drinking that wine then? Because you're not feeling you down absolutely a bit. anything. No, you do feel a little okay, something. But well, it's, you're, you're still something. pretty sober. But you are you can't do that with weed the same. Like, I mean, Are maybe, you sure? And maybe, maybe you people, don't smoke. Somebody I've can be like, I can enough. get a little something and he just takes the I've edge. smoked enough to where it's like, it, it takes you to a high. So it's but like. Maybe, maybe you didn't smoke the right amount. There might be like. I mean, maybe. Let me get two puffs and. and I never heard nobody doing that though. I never heard nobody being like, I have to get a puff a day. And then no, I no, walk anybody. on out. Who does that? Nobody. I think I think both are dangerous in general. Like for real. Like even with me with alcohol, I've had to be careful. Like, you know, you don't want to need this. And if you feel yourself like having stressful nights and you drinking a glass of wine, you know, we got to evaluate. It's got to be something deeper because the wine only takes care of it for a little minute. So I just feel like in general, it's deeper than that. Like, I mean, sure, if you're a person who can. When I meet people who can smoke and they they can just like stop smoking, I think that's pretty cool. Most people I know <laughs> who smoke, they couldn't they couldn't stop for real. They gonna have to figure out how to like lie and like not take a drug test or like get somebody else's pee. Like, mm. so I feel like that would type you of give stuff. Somebody your pee? I probably would, which isn't. I good. told you I gave somebody my pee before, like years ago. Maybe you did. Yeah, we need to I move did. on. I feel I probably would. I remember I think my friend, um, I know she was telling me like how she had like some hand warmers in her little, she she had like hand warmers and she had a little thing of pee and she had hand warmers next to it to keep it warm. And I was like, I feel like people do stuff like that. So if you, so if you literally cannot. To me, it's like, if if I got to do all of this, it's like either I'm going to get the job or I'm not. I I mean, but please, if I need the job, girl, please. But it's like, why don't you, once you start searching for work, you should stop smoking. But everybody can't do that. That's why, I'm, or they maybe they can, but they don't want to. So right. and it's like, but it's, it's like if you don't. So that's want what to, I'm saying. It's, I'm not about to. Be, no, we can't know. say that because we I don't can. know. <laughs> I feel like everybody's. If we really need to move on, so let's just yeah, start it with hot topics. Right. I so, Loki, I feel like we should hit us with one. Okay, real quick. Oof. Real quick. Okay. Do you want to talk about bad parenting, which could be bad parenting, or do you want to talk about? Interracial dating. Parenting. I want to talk about interracial dating. This one's more dated. We'll hit that one. No, no. You can't (laughs) ask me and then just choose the other one. That's not right. (laughs) But it's but it's like this is time. You gotta do mine first and you better see if there's time for yours. Because how dare you ask me when you just could have just made the decision. (laughs) That was either we were doing either or and then I had another one. But fine, we can do the one we can do the money one next time. Okay. So so did you hear about how Cardi B was talking about how like when um what's her daughter's culture is in the room she turns her music off? No. You didn't hear that? No. Oh my gosh, because it was a while ago. So I was like, we never talked about this. But Cardi B had like her music. It might have been WAP or something. And then like Culture walks in the room and she like bam turned it off. And she was like, you know, like when my daughter's around, I don't have my music playing. 
And she basically was like, it's not my job to regulate how you guys parent your children. I was just That's curious real. how you felt about that. That's real. Like, do you feel, so you feel like if Cardi B has, so you feel I like. I Car- for adults. At the Man, end of the day, tough. it's not my responsibility. It is nobody else's responsibility to monitor how you are deciding to keep your children, right? Mm-hmm. When I when we were growing up, it's like, yeah, there was some music that my mom would let us listen to that had cuss words in it, right? But mm-hmm. there was some music where it was like she knew where them cuss words were, and she hit that that down. It's like she turned the music down. It's like I'm gonna act like wow. it's not here. She was buffering it that all so out because she needed to do. That's but good. it's like. It is nobody else's responsibility. If certain shows are on, you cut them off. Kids can't watch that. It's like, you are raising your kids. I am producing music for adults. It says explicit on here, which is for people above the age of 17. So my daughter and you're like, is not listening to it. I don't know. I'm, oh, that's tough. It's people like I struggle with that. Kids. Oh, that's tough. It's like, this is how I feel, right? What Cardi said, 100%, is not wrong. However, if we were to go a little bigger, right? I feel like, okay, right, like, let's say right now. I feel like, ultimately, let's say this pod, I don't know, who, who could this podcast get in front of? And they're just like, it could really cause some damage. I don't know, Therese, maybe somebody. It maybe could cause men. damage? I don't know. Maybe like men could listen. To, I feel like we don't talk that bad about men. Um, who? I don't know. Maybe white we people. We said maybe? something about white people before, and they get it. Okay, and it's like black people getting this get in front of white people, and they could be like, "Wow, Krista, you know, we would expect different from you because you know that you are." I don't know. Like, let's say that I am. I work with white people, and they know I have a podcast, and they and they know that I bring some of my work scenarios to the to my podcast, and they're like, "Wow," and you talk about us like this, Krista. I don't. That's not a good example. But I feel like, so what Cardi said is not wrong at all. It's not wrong, in my opinion. But I feel like if we talking on a higher level, then there's some, that's problematic, in my opinion. Because, so it's like basically she, so it's like on a, on a, on a bigger view, right? Because if you can recognize that kids should not be listening to your music, then why would you make that music that you know that kids listen to? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So it's like, no, you know, you know, kids listen to that. I would, I would have expected, I would have never expected Cardi to do that. I would have thought, well, maybe what? I don't know. She's like, Cardi is making it sound like when her, her kid could be like 14 and they could walk in and she's still going to cut it off. That's crazy to me. Cause it's like at 14. I wouldn't think, I mean, the 14 would be surprising. Culture to me is like, what? Culture is really little. But I'm just no, I I feel I honest the way Cardi talks, like I can I, I really like Cardi a lot. But mm-hmm. I feel like the way she talks, she makes it seem like she's like, No, I know I know that this music is nasty. And she's like, I'm gonna have to talk to my daughter. And when she gets older, we're gonna have to have some real conversations. I don't think that she would just be vibing out to WAP with her fourteen year old. I think she would think that, that was I mean, inappropriate. I yeah, I don't know and it is I feel like for I a feel parent, some type of way about that. So on so vibing for, out with their kids to WAP is an issue. It's like, even if y'all both like that song, I feel like there needs to be some separation. This is odd. I think it's cute if y'all both grown. Like, if y'all both grown 14, and you, or you both ain't grown. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if I was married and me and my mom, my mom would literally never listen to that song with me. But, you know, me, me, me being the cool mom that I will be, you know, my kids. Like, and they Cut that off. Nobody wants to hear your music. <laughs> okay, but 
<laughs> if it was like a new version of that, I feel like I could listen to that with my kid, especially if they're married. I wouldn't be feeling a type of way about that. But I think, I think, I think, like I said, that's, that's it's bigger. If you think about the bigger issue here, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To me, this is giving me child. Okay, I'm trying to come up with a scenario. Childhood obesity is an issue, right? Right. And you have a podcast that you know that kids listen, that you know kids listen to, and you always on there eating burgers. And it's like, well, listen, I'm not unhealthy. The doctor said I'm good, but it's like, but you know that most kids who eat them burgers, they gonna hurt them. So maybe you should stop eating them burgers so much. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I have, like, I have a question. And for I. You. Okay. Okay, so you're saying that she has music that she knows most kids listen to. Right. It's like, wait, but it's like she did not. <laughs> There's not something on the cover that says calling all 13 year olds. It's but like, you how know, I, how, you know, let me finish. Ooh, that's, tough. that's tough. How am I supposed to control who buys my music or who wants but to you listen know to this? what kind Your of artist you are? Should not what she knows what kind of art she is a pop artist, even if she's not a pop star, she or, or a pop when, singer. When she creates she's a songs pop like star. that. People need to learn how to control the things I don't that disagree. Kids are. I don't. I feel like as a parent, if I was a parent, and I'm not a, child, a parent, of course, but if I was a parent and my child was listening to his music, I would not be the person on the internet, Miss Cardi B. You should be a sh- no, absolutely not. At the end of the day, my kid was the one listening to his music. I need to address that with them, and you know, or I need, you know, I need to have a conversation about it. Maybe it led to a conversation that needed to be had anyway. You know, like that type of stuff. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Life. I don't want my child to not be exposed to stuff. But I think if you can sit somewhere and say that this is not good. To a lot of people, but you know that a lot of people who are listening to it are those people. I don't know. I think that's dangerous. But I think, I feel like I think as that's dangerous. You can't choose, pick and choose who's gonna listen to your music. But you can. No, because she is a pop no. star. Beyond, okay. if Beyonce so puts what? out a WAP, you have to Beyonce know who you are. Also says that she's not responsible for raising your children. She's she has, not. She has drunken love, and she has Drunk other songs. She got that song Blow. Those songs are not the cleanest. And if you're a 13 year old to sit on here singing those songs, you got a problem that you need to address. I don't even think I would see that's that's how you know. If my son child was singing Drunk in Love, I don't even think I would think about that. I probably be all night. She talk about some all night. No, but it's the way that she be dancing in the video. Yeah, like she She tricks you into thinking that this is clean music, and because Cardi B um, wants to be vulgar with hers. Right, she, that's everybody true. wants to be on her back. It's like I don't disagree with you music. at all. I don't. I feel but like I'm, I don't this disagree. This is not even towards you. This is towards those parents who are angry. And it's like, girl, no, nah, it's like I'm not angry. I just, I think that it's dangerous. It's it's dangerous to me if you can sit somewhere and say like, you got to parent your own child. But it's like, well, if you think that, then why would you put out more content that makes because it hard my content to is for twenty five year olds. But or but but it's not you Cardi B. Yeah, it's I like you Cardi B. And I'm this is the like, music I'm making, and it's for people who got that WAP. That's so. And tough. your 14 year old, she should. You said they got that it. what? They got that WAP? Is that what you said? That's what I said. Oh, <laughs> so your 14 year old is not that, and she need to. A 14 year old can to. definitely have WAP. Okay, Chris. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Therese. <laughs> no. Um, Yes, she definitely can. Stop. A four, uh, there is a fourteen-year-old like, boy who was like, and they in the car singing oh that together. Gosh. Okay, Christy, <laughs> I've had thirteen-year-olds. They're they're practically children. Okay, they are. I don't disagree with anything that you're saying. I just feel like I, know, in, I just think that's problematic. Cardi B is not responsible for y'all. 
She's not. I, I don't think. I don't think I'm saying that she's responsible. Ultimately, she's not at all. But I think that it's, it's like, to put out that actual kind. Con- it's like because there are artists like Beyonce, Cardi B, Nicki. I'm thinking of like Nicki but Minaj, Taylor Swift. These are, but these. I'm just thinking about artists where it's like your music is typically, kids love your music. So it's like it's but not like she's like a, a Jill Scott. Thirteen year olds don't be jamming out to Jill Scott. You know what I'm saying? So it's like That's if she was a Jill Scott and she was listening and she was singing that, that might be different. But it's like I, I don't have an issue with her saying to cut it off. I haven't I have an issue with saying that I'm not supposed to parent your children. But it's like, but you are also the same person that people that these kids want to listen to. So I feel like that can well, be dangerous. But you know, but the thing about kids is it doesn't matter what they want for real. That sounds terrible. Oh, that's deep. No, you know, like, that's not true. You know, I, I know post. it's not true, but it's also like, it's kind of true. Kids want to do a lot no, of stuff. Bro. No, kids want to do a lot of things <laughs> that they cannot do. You can't. So it's like, I, I understand post, you want to listen to Cardi B, but you know what? Too bad. You about to want to listen to this kid's mm. bop and go lay down. See, and that's, I don't think I'm going to be a kid's bop mom. We're not about I mean, to I'm pretend like either. music don't exist. Like I, kids I'm not vibes. either, but I feel like a, a parent. Depending, obviously, I'm we not just gonna play the clean version of WAP. If my child I'm is 14, they can listen to the clean version of WAP. It's like, and we just gonna I have mean, a conversation about it. If my kid it. is 14, I feel like I wouldn't have a problem with them listening to the regular version of WAP. It is what it is. Oh, have you heard the regular version of WAP? You think I've heard the regular version? Of, yes, I've heard it. Therese, you do not. You would not want no for You just got uncomfortable thinking about a fourteen-year-old having a wop. If you've heard a fourteen-year-old was singing wop, no, I didn't say singing. I or rapping along to rock, and they know the words. I mean, okay, I feel like that song my, is explicit. Okay, listen, listen, listen. So Sorry, my whole thing is when I was when I was growing up, right? My dad would be like, you know, I guess he just assumed that we would cuss. He was like, but what you mm-hmm. won't do is cuss in front of me. And mm-hmm. my mom, he's like, I understand yeah. that y'all might cuss in the street, but not in here. Right? And it's funny because you don't cuss at all, right? I don't, my, my, I don't think my brothers really cuss. I've never heard them cuss, so that's. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do. They might with their little, their little friends and their wives and stuff, such, but not around me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I feel like I have no problem with them listening to WAP. I listen mm-hmm. to WAP. I've listened to it quite a few times. It's a great song, but it's like. Don't sing it around explicit. me. I don't know if I want to. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't believe in that. You remember that one I song? Like it used that. to come on, come on in the club, and it was like, "Don't hide that." Hide that. that song was trash. I loved that song. I would turn it on and get in my life. But if my fourteen, to, uh, if I knew that my, it's, I don't like, I don't like the whole. I don't care if you do it; just don't do it in front of me. I don't, I don't like that type of thinking. I um, mean, I, I don't care. I mean, to me, it's like. Don't sing that song in front of me. But if you listen to it, I don't care. No, I care that you listen to it. It's like, but I'm not going to not. I'm, I feel like that song is, that's not no regular. That ain't Drunken Love. Drunken Love is, we that's be all night. That's, that's, that's somewhat timid. Okay, sure. Y'all be all say, night. Okay, we get it. What? Y'all haven't said. I don't want to be explicit on this podcast, but he says some <laughs> things in there as well. So it's like, <laughs> what does he not, say? What is he talking about? He's like, pull, pull your panties to the side. He's he doing a whole lot of extra in there. And I don't, I don't know if I would Jay, want who, my children. Jay-Z says that? Yeah. I wouldn't I want remember. my children singing that around me. I don't care I feel like what this pull is. Pull your panties to the side don't sound that crazy. That's I feel like it, WAP is, WAP is, is next not, level. No, it's not. WAP, yes, it is. People just want to act. People like to just act nah, so WAP shocked is, by things. 
But it's like, when, people been making music. They just might not have made a whole song where everything is this aggressive. But people surely <laughs> be listening to it like they ain't never heard nobody say words before. And want to be shocked. I feel like, no, nah, I feel like music didn't got enough. It's been going up a level no, on the sexual I watched somebody, scale. They, put out, uh, they put out a clip of a song that was made in 19, what, like the 30s? And it was, Ooh, it was pretty really? explicit. And I was like, shoot. She was talking about sleeping with everybody in their mom, and I was just like, you know. See, but see, we now we, now we now we now we now we now we talk because that's you like, ain't know about it. See, because to me, maybe maybe that's well, now we having a different conversation because that's like Therese thinks. Um, yes, J Cole's. What's that song? Uh, I don't appreciate that song at all. Therese, what is it? Take it back to my first time, whatever that song is. That's about to make me upset. What is the name of that song? I got my album over here. I'm about to pull first it up. Um, we was in math class or something. Yeah, she was in my math class. Yeah, I, okay, hold on. Let me do Wet Dreams. Was it Wet Dreams? Yeah. I think yeah. So. I, I feel I like Wet Dreams to me isn't, isn't explicit. That's not explicit and to me. And that's interesting to me because to me it is that's, very explicit. And I was just like, not. I don't like this. It's like, <laughs> it was like listening that's to more, I was just like, he wrote this song. But that's like. And he wants to pretend like it's not explicit. It bothers me. That song to me video is not explicit. Too, it, I mean, it's not. I know the video is really weird. It's. I feel like it's. I mean, it's not a clean song, but it's not explicit. It's strong. To me, it's like when you start going into details about what exactly y'all doing in the bed, that's when I start to be like, this is explicit. No, he was talking about how he he work, working how to use a condom. Got a, her parents gonna be gone. Like I mean that that uh, was just that kid was stuff. Some, there were some lines in there. I was just like, you know, this is too much. The only thing that he said was when he was like, "I put it in." That's the only See, thing that he said like, that was what, explicit. What are we doing? That is the only thing that that's, he said. That's pretty explicit now. It is explicit. That's why I said it's not a not explicit song, but, but it's and, not. But I also super realized that. I'm not saying that WAP is not explicit. Obviously, I'm not. WAP is living. way more explicit. WAP is to me, very WAP explicit. Is so but I know detailed. what I'm getting when I'm listening. I feel and you're acting me, like because it's interesting that WAP WAP is like if this is explicit to you, WAP is like a twenty. Like to, if that's ten, me, that's, that's that song to me is it pretends like it's not explicit, and that's what bothers <laughs> me. It's like we're saying it's just so loosey. It's like she like was in my math class, little, long hair, brown skin, we with a fat. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? No, I don't know. my cut. But WAP is very just like in your face. I feel like WAP, WAP is really. I think it is because that's like um, was it Kisses Down Low? I didn't. It was like oh, like you used to not like motivation when either. you are. Oh, it was motivation. It's like because the but it was like down low Kisses down low, I can handle a little bit, but it's like the the motive, motivation. It's like the moaning of that song, the way that she's talking. It's what just was, too wasn't much. There a song by a it's like I feel like I'm too. literally in the bedroom with y'all. What'd you say? And about that's dive? like you didn't like dive in, did you? Dive. That song is like literally. I, I as a, as a as a person who is practicing abstinence, I can't listen to that song because that is just <laughs> oh, not that's it. So funny to me, and I it think is, that those, it's like dive in. I feel like unless I'm really focused, I can't even tell you. Dive in song, makes me like. In there. So dive in oh. literally will have me like, ooh, who can I have? Ooh, who okay. wants to come over? <laughs> but like, funny. no, I, I feel like motivation just pictures me. Brown, um, wet the bed. Oh my gosh, wet the bed is so bad. I like, love, <laughs> I think 
think that's a good song. It's a no. I'm gonna make you. Yeah, I had music. Those songs. It's funny you bringing up those two because those are two songs where it's like I can't. I remember no because I only brought them up because I remember you saying them. We were playing, and you were just like, I just can't with this song. And I was like, really? It's just like too much. Song. Motivation is different, though. I feel like Wet the Bed and, like, um, Dive In make me make me more so horny. Whereas I feel like motivation just puts me, makes me think of her, like, really getting it in. I mean, yeah, like, it sounds like real. she's giving you, like... Like, a, it, it's a, like it's so detailed. And it's in it, the moans and... And it's like, it's just too much. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I honestly, to me, I could take a WAP over that. Because that song is just too much. <laughs> but we need to move on. Okay. So, <laughs> basically, Teresa's going to let her children listen to WAP. And, you know, hey, if they're using their WAP, what can she say? No. I'm just not. kidding. <laughs> not with it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. So I went, we're going to do, yeah, we'll definitely have to do the money one next week um, or next time. But, okay, so did you hear about what Dr. Umar said? I needed to know your opinion of that. Um, what, that he said something about not listening to some other guy? So or, I know there was something or, with him, that's Kevin about, Samuels yeah, he guy. he said something about interracial Kevin Samuels is so mean. I don't believe that people need to be listening to any of these marriage or relationship gurus or Kevin, but see the thing about kevin samuels is i don't listen to none of them so i don't know what they do. he he's i'm learning as i as i'm learning to just have more discernment so what is it chew the meat spit out the bone like i'm learning that but kevin samuels what? is like i'm spitting out it's like you're taking it's like if i'm talking to you right mm-hmm. or like you know, oh, oh no it's like a mom it's like you know like i love going to my mom for advice but she's so old school with certain stuff so it's like you can't so it's like i gotta you know, when she's saying certain stuff, I got to spit out the bone. Like, I can't take everything that she's saying. Oh, okay. You know, so I feel like Kevin Samuel has some... Like, I would say he has a bit of meat on the bone. A bit. It's like them chicken bones where you're like, <laughs> y'all really skeeting me on the chicken. But yeah. it's like, he does say some things where it's like, okay. But he's so mean with his delivery. And he's so disrespectful that it's like, I'm spitting out too much bone. Who is he but Women, you should, okay. Therese. There was this video I, I where this girl to. called in. I don't she was, he was so. You mess around and be like, well, he had a point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I was watching um that show, whatever your show that you be watching, Ninety Day Fiance. And some of yes. them, I was just like, you know what? I don't feel bad for none of y'all. <laughs> oh, I... a lot of some. I'm just like, you know what? Not at all. There, oh my gosh, you really need to start from season two because there was this one guy, he was like older. His name was, y'all, David and Annie. And David was like 40 something, and Annie was like in her 20s. And Is, David was from America. Have a he had a daughter, yeah. That he was trying to get to be friends with the. Um, I don't know about friends. Or, but, I don't know. Were they, was the daughter closer in age to the girl? Yeah, but that happens a lot. That might, I think that was, was she different. Asian? And he had had an Asian wife before that he met. Out of, out of that's town. yeah, no, that's I know who you're talking about. She oh, was okay. really young. That was creepy. Um, I know, but that was no. There was one where like he was just living <laughs> off his friend, and eventually his friend's wife was like, "We cutting you off," and she was black too. She's like, "We cutting you off," and he was just such a bum to me. And it was like after a while, I remember my friend Christine was like, "I can't. I don't even feel bad for him no more." And I was like, "What is wrong?" Like it was just, <laughs> it was like. It was just ridiculous. Anyway, so Dr. Umar, though, Kevin Samuels is really mean, in my opinion. But, um, so, 
I just was curious if you like if you under if you understood what he was saying when he's like in order for the black family to continue on we have to have babies with each other and we shouldn't be procreating with white people so I was just curious what you thought of that um so mm. you don't even know what I'm gonna say because I don't even know what I'm saying yet so <laughs> you're doing a lot no what I was gonna say is I have that I haven't heard the whole clip but based on mm-hmm. what you just said I'm going to mm-hmm. give you my opinion on Okay. Uh, I don't love it because mm-hmm. I also watched a clip today of some white family talking about how they want genocide for the Jewish oh, community because that's the only way that they didn't say the only way, but they were like, "We need this so that the black children will have a chance." And how I read that was the only way for white, not black children, white children to survive was that the only way that white kids can get a step ahead is for everyone else to be dead but you know whatever so they're saying to kill jewish people yes kill black people jewish people he said he's not really they're saying the jews are taking them yeah 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 for sure but that that's they were also talking about that they were like i we don't believe in interracial relationships so it bothers me because if the idea of white people being like you know we don't want any procreating with black people because we got to keep our our race clear and we want them to succeed and continue to go on Bob that is me. i don't i still think that's different than why keeping to me black it's exactly count. the same except for one's black and one's white um i it doesn't kill me though it's like i do like the idea of the black family but i feel mm-hmm. conflicted because i don't necessarily like that white people like the idea of the white family like including some black in there is really about to kill y'all but <laughs> But I do Have like your the white idea. family. I don't care. It's like I don't like, care. But when you, um, I'm not mad at a white at, so at, opposed, at white you, Becky a white who's family like, that's opposed to interracial relationships. I have a problem with because what I have an issue with like anyone have a being opposed. You said what? I have an issue with. I think we talked about this to some degree. I have an issue with anyone being like absolutely no way. Like I mean, yeah. That's I don't tough though. To me, because like, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be real with you. No way. But it's like if I, I was also a, like the mm. idea of me having a black husband and having two it's black like, children. Yeah, I, I. It's like, and it's like as I say that, it's like there's there's barely any ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm gonna have a black husband and some. But black it's kids. like, but like, you know, I also wouldn't have a problem like, marrying an Asian man. Also, and and that's good for you. But for me. As for me in my house, we're going to be black. My house, we're black. We're going to be black and be black, black. Like, I don't, I just feel like it'll, it would be so weird to not, it's like, I'm thinking about it. Like if I met, like if my pastor or some, somebody where it's like, I trust you or like my dad and for my dad, my dad, let's use, if my dad brought me a white man and said, Chris, this man is for you. I can, I can feel it. I would have to marry him. I would. I, it's like for my dad, though. You see what I'm saying? Or like it's somebody like I, I really trust. If it really is like this white man right here, is it? Right. It's like he has to see something in him. Exactly. And, and my dad told me real young. He said, Chris, I'm going to be real with y'all. I, he said, I want I want you. He's like, I don't. Ultimately, the the goal is that you marry somebody who loves you and takes care of you and your children. He's like, that's really what I want. He's like, but I do believe that there are black men out here whose 
he's like, I don't believe that there's no black men out here that aren't like that. He's like, so if I could pick, I would love to see you with a black man. That's like, he's so, for my dad, also knowing that perspective, if he came to me with a white man, like, he would just have to be it. Like, and it's like, I would really give that, which is funny, because if my mom did, I would be like, she don't listen. You know, like, I was like, <laughs> like I might think that about her. Like, you know what? Um, I don't think you, have you been paying attention? I told you black, black but I just remember one time I dated a guy who was like a little bit, he mixed is strong because he really wasn't mixed. I mean, he was, but it his was like a fourth was mix. I don't know what his grandma was white. And it's okay, like, yeah. yeah, it's like, yo, grandma white. My mom was like, is he going to be black enough for you? So it's like, so maybe if she, did, so if she making comments, you know, ignorant, hurtful comments like that, then I it's love like. I calling that ignorant, hurtful while also saying my house going to be blackity, blackity, black. <laughs> It's like I ain't appreciate like her saying that though. That's like when people would say that you wouldn't date a white person. Because like, I, ain't, I'm not. Because I'm not stupid. Maybe people don't know how much I think the way I think. I think the way I think of marriage. I've always just been really different. Even as a kid, like to me, I don't. T- I feel like thinking about tying your life to somebody for the rest of your life. That to me exceeds race. It's like, and right. and and I and I want some black kids bad, y'all. Like it's a ninety eight point seven percent chance that my babies. chocolate so too, cute. yeah, not even like too light to be honest, which sounds so bad. It's but a, I feel like I really, I do. If I don't know what I'm trying to say, well, I, want I was gonna kids say that look there's like an, me. I really, but want I think them. they can look like you and be mixed. Especially, I feel like no, when you're the white I mean. person, they're less likely to look like you. No, I'm being like, I feel like people. I mean, tend yeah, because they're bringing in different features. I feel like black people and white people. The features are, you know, well, it's it's more. It makes me like I'm thinking of like Yara Shahidi and her mom. They look identical, and Yara is like a light. And that's but if that's Yara not what was I mean white look and like, look like that, I mean, oh, look okay. like me as in complexion wise. Oh yeah, like I like want that nice too. I, I want some. I want some brown. Not that I would I, that's have what I was saying. Like it's a ninety-eight point seven percent chance I'm not gonna be that I would have a black problem man. with having a dark skinned <laughs> child or a light skinned child. I would. You your child could very well be dark skinned. Yeah. Like, and I'm just saying that no because that. you're not that, no we're not that far from dark skin. So it's like, my child probably got a better chance of being dark skin than they do of being light skin. Unless I marry somebody extra light. Like, so, I don't know. But what I was going to say is, I feel like what he said is not, I was going to say it's not wrong, but. I don't I don't agree with it. I feel like wrong is subjective, but I feel what he said in my eyes is not terrible because I think it's coming from good intention, but I think that I think like I said I think I think um ultimately and this this might sound selfish, but my <laughs> And I look, like I said, I want a blackity black house, y'all. I want to be a professor teaching black stuff. Like, I want to be black, black. I got shirts to say black. Like, I love being black. And, but at the same time, it's like, my goal, I got shirts to talk about me being black. It's like, I just love being black. But I just feel like, in general, like, my main goal on this earth is not to procreate the black family. And that sounds so bad. But like, so it's- my responsibility? I mean, that's what I'm saying. So in my, so as much as I want to contribute, but I know people and, who and, definitely and, hold, now, hold on. Let me finish. This is good. Let me finish this now. Uh. So, 
as much as I want to con- to to contribute to the black population and just bring amazing black people like to the community and I mean within the community and just like build us up even stronger and reunite the black family as much as I want to do that I don't think that's my number one purpose in life and I feel like my purpose in life if what could it comp- exceeds race like if it means if my husband is meant to be white we gonna have some mixed babies and that's gonna be what it is like they still technically black so it's like i mean we just gonna live our best i don't know to me it's like my my main goal in life is not to i feel like his main goal in life is to see the black race do better and my main right i would love to see one of my main goals in life is but that's not my main goal. That's not my top goal. My top goal is to live a fulfilling life, like according to Christ. And I feel like if God is leading me towards a white man, then I'm gonna be with a white man. I don't know. So I feel like it's not for. But for him, he's but like, no, nah, man, like God listen. Not really. I. It would be really like, I don't, shocking I don't if I don't married a white man. You, but you know, I really don't. I feel like I'm going to appear. It's like on the surface, me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to marry a black man who is black, black too. He going to have to be like wearing his black men or it black shirts. And I'm going to be wearing my black women shirts. You know, so we're going to be living our best. We're going to appear as people that Dr. Umar <laughs> supports. Like, but I mean, I still don't think, I don't know. I just, I don't, I think that that's a dangerous thing to say. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think that in general, like my, the main goal in life is not to bring Because the main goal for this country or this world is not to make sure that the black families exist. I would say that. That's a heavy statement, though. I mean, to me, it does go back on. I feel like he feels a responsibility to be Mm -hmm. championing. Championing? I don't know what word I'm trying to go for. Championing? Yes. The black Mm -hmm. family and continuing, I don't know, the race of just black people because to me he wants them to be purely black right mm-hmm. mm. I don't and, like purely black I mean he said no interracial so it's not like they could be mixed I mean they're just black right and that's really messed up tendencies to me black people can't be racist I said what I said I hate when people say that and it's like and my, me and my sister go back and forth on that and like when the way that she explains racist is how I explain prejudice yeah, and, see, I went back and forth with my cousin saying that black people couldn't be racist, and he's like, "Do you really believe that?" And then it made me kind of conflicted. <laughs> Do I really believe it? And I he hit you with like some for real, like right. you can't really think that. Right, that's pretty much how he hit me, and I was just like, "Wait a second, I, I don't know. Do I? I don't think I mean, that. I don't think that black think people can be white, racist in the term. We cannot the way systematically that I oppress people. Right. Yes. Exactly. But it's like it has." Prejudice vibes. Absolutely. But race, I don't like when people say black people are racist. I don't know, that really bothers me for some reason. To me, calling black people racist kind of divides black people, and I just don't think that we're at a point where we can... Because you're saying that we can be racist against other people, and I don't think that black people have that ability. Do you think there's anybody that we could keep down, though? I feel like there are people that we could keep down. (laughs) That doesn't sound good. I'm just... I sure don't. No. It didn't sound the best the way that it came out, but I'm saying that I don't know if I think that it's impossible for black people to be racist. I think that they can be oppressive. I don't know if they can be oppressive to white people, you but really I feel like that? they might be able to oh. be oppressive. To who? Not that they should be able to. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to just hit know. me with I'm, somebody. I'm just 
Because I think the 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 Asian community is way not Asian. No people. No, I don't think we could get the Latinx or Latino community either. I think that community. I think I think they would take us. Why? I think because I think we're the most oppressed out of all of them. I mean, we are systematically. Like, because we're the brownest. So I feel like systematically, there's probably a a Latino man. Sometimes they be looking white to me. <laughs> like, I feel like, like, so, feel like and then Asians, makes... like you said, they have that, uh, what's that called? Racist privilege? What'd you call it? Or something. You call it uh, yeah. privilege. Um, something like that. Minority, minority privilege. privilege or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they're the ideal. Oh, no, it's like ideal minority or whatever it's called. Yeah, like, I just feel like in general, like, systematically, a brown man. Least, which is so interesting. Black it's just so hard for me to understand because black people really just be it. It's like, don't we? I love black people and I don't understand. I don't understand how people could consider us to be. Less I don't want to say the bottom of the barrel because I don't like that at all. But you I think it's because we're the we're, we appear the most different. I really think that that is just that's just what it but it's is. Like, if you look to somebody who's from the Middle East, they look different too. But it's like they, they what, don't look quite the as different as us. Yeah, I think the darker your so skin, dark because we've been the darker the so sweeter the juice. Right. Just, I say the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Say the okay, let's move on. We don't need to hear you saying. Roots. Bruh, so tell me why I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And I saw something that Tupac had written. And when I tell you, I got emotional. Like, literally, my eyes were watering. Really? And I was just like, this is too much. It wow. really hit me. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it might be that, like, I'm just really, I'm just, I can, I'm very, like, intrinsic in some ways. Because I feel like, just like, wow, like, he wrote that. Like, and it was like, a, it was like a lyric. It was not a lyric. It was um a CD, the way he wanted his CD to go. And then at the bottom, he put something like this. And I was like, he was really sitting there thinking. Like, he was sitting there, like, like, going, thinking back and forth. Like, using his mind. Like, I, I don't know. It just, it just got, oh, it like was too a, much. A real Person? It just made him so real to me, and it was just like, and he's gone, and it just, whoo! I was in there like really struggling, like I was just hmm, like, wow. You know, it's cool. Okay, so you know, I was gonna read an article. We we truly don't have time, so I'm gonna try to just breathe over exactly what this article, this young article, was saying. So I. I don't want to skip it because, like I said, I it's, I think it's good stuff. Oh. I just want to hit this real quick. I just feel like we I feel like this episode gonna be extra long because I, I feel like you are gonna have some commentary and I and I don't want you to not have no commentary if you do. So the article, real quick, is called "Stop Normalizing Mental Disorders: Replace These Six Overused Phrases with Words You Actually Mean." So basically, they're just talking oh. about how people say, "I'm yeah, depressed." Like that was one bipolar, OCD, PTSD, like panic attack, or anxiety attack. OCD or saying I want to kill myself. And I think even like and people make a lot of kill myself jokes. Yeah. And it's like after you said that I was like, I didn't realize people say that people I feel do like that especially a lot. now on the internet, I feel like there and was time where it's like I could scroll through my thing and everybody would say that. I'm just like Like just kill me now. Like, Stuff like that. Right, and like, and okay. people say it at work and it's like that mm-hmm. People don't know how much of a like of a tie to suicide and just seeing 
su- people attempt suicide or people dying from suicide that I have in my life that they don't know how like though like how much that really harms me. But it's like when people say stuff like that and I have to like sit there and laugh because I'm not about to be that person at work. Like you know you really should be careful with those type of words. Like I mean because it's like they they're just trying to they're just complaining about a work assignment and you know and it's like I feel like that but that those that that heart hurts because when you say stuff like that you don't know like you could be talking to a suicide survivor who might have attempted suicide yesterday like and i feel like that's dangerous and then um i learned about the ocd one actually from therapy for black girls and she was like that that therapist hit it on the head she was like i love that people are being more open to the idea of what having ocd could mean um and like just embracing that it is a real thing she was like but when you say things like i'm so ocd she was like that is belittling when someone really does have OCD and it makes a person who actually have OCD crazy like you're separating you're taking it's kind of like it kind of feels like gentrification to some degree like we're trying to take over what they are and then like and then we still make fun of them only take like I don't want to say good parts but it's like you're not you're not people might say you know, I'm working on this, or, you know, I always have to do this to my desk, or I always have to do this, mm-hmm. but, oh, I have OCD. But it's like, mm-hmm. you know, OCD can be debilitating. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, come it's on. like you're forgetting about that part. Preach. So, yeah. I mean, good. I do agree with that. When you first started talking, I mm-hmm. will say that I thought about that, um, uh, that PETA thing that we read, I told you a while ago about about changing the words and so i didn't know where you was going but oh I thought, I but it's interesting but it's a lot of people who who feel like that what was it was like changing of, phrases yeah. um, changing phrases from you know to beat a dead horse into feed a fed horse like it that's it that was not that same, bad right but it's a, but you get the point right it's like no nope, yeah you know what i don't want to beat a dead horse you get that, that was means it feed i don't want two birds with one st- one what was it one stone it was like instead of saying that's kill too much. two birds with one stone saying feed two birds with one scone <laughs> and when i tell you those had me dying it was hilarious. i mean because it because it sounds so goofy but it's like to some people that really is serious to them and i and i under so I, I have to understand like, that some yeah. pe- well no i mean some people are like i know i told my remember y'all outside of my apartment bruh there used to be oh, like okay. legitimate rats rolling the neighborhood i mean running through the parking lot and i was like you know what this is crazy like i would be like having it's to it's like you can't sprint. even call me for that you want me to kill the rats outside what do you want me to do <laughs> they actually ended up starting to and i had told my line since I was enough, she's a vegetarian for like i don't want animals killed reasons uh-huh. and i was like oh my gosh there's a dead rat sitting on one of the little traps because they had put him in the grass and i was like loki thank you because i don't see him no more they got a little Love box the little trap box it's out like, there right on the parking lot look at the lord and but it's like to her she I'm was like that dang they that's die, but they were bothering by you know <laughs> it's like being alive this is cra- this is taking from me wanting to live here like y'all gonna have to do something i know that but isn't that a don't... shame it's like those <laughs> Those rats were not doing anything but living outside. And I understand that, Therese. No, no, no. <laughs> Just what I'm saying is, I would have thought the same way. It's like I, I understand that y'all want to live out here, but you're bothering me by living out here. Right. So you have to die. Like, please. Because it's just like, even when, like, if I see a little leave. shadow, I'm like, is that a rat? You know, like, I just get nervous. Like, I, just I don't want to touch me. No, I, I'm talking about even in my apartment, like, I get nervous. I'm like, who? These things could roll through the wall. Like, you know, they oh, came through gosh. the wall. We live together. Remember. 
So I was like, I know that mix. It's like we in the same neighborhood. So that mix with it actually coming through the wall really had me messed up for a minute. Cause I was like, I might, I just, I can't do this. Like I sent them a message in email. Like, can you do something? There's a, it was a lot of them. It was <laughs> like five y'all. There are rats everywhere. Y'all that's five rats. That's a lot of rats that you see every were day. They rats or were they I was like, <laughs> they were rats. Cause I told my, co- my, my uh, neighbor, I was like, have you seen these mice? Oh, them rats, baby. And I was oh, like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is too much. And it was like, I live in, the area that I live in looks like it would attract mice because it kind of gives you like a Brooklyn-esque look. Right. Kind of. So it's like, it's not shocking, but it's also like, it's you know, and I. It's, like, it's shocking <laughs> that I have to see them. That I, yeah. But when I told my line sister, oh, I see a dead mouse on one of these straps. And she was like, oh my gosh. And you know, it upset her. And I'm like, listen, whew, praise the Lord. I hope they get some more. Like, that's literally right. how I'm I sorry, was. but I'm, I'm also very, excited. it really, it does feel really wrong that they had like legitimate. Cause it's like, they had a box out there and they had like traps in the grass. I mean, that does feel a little wrong. So, I feel it's like, like it was wrong. Cause it's outside and it's like, where are they else? <laughs> are they supposed to live? It's just like, can you lure them away from over here? It's like they were but living like on the, the grass that, area in front of the parking lot, and they was just like in these little the holes. The chain, too much chain. That's us, human beings. It's like any inconvenience <laughs> to us, we do pretty much be like, "Nah, kill that." Because <laughs> when that skunk was outside of our apartment, it's just you know we're not making those the street of apartments sound like great. <laughs> but that skunk that was outside of our apartment. Bruh, mm-hmm. I would have had somebody come out and kill that skunk with a shotgun. That's like so in my job. Walk to my apartment because mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This is gross. That is gross. A skunk, a skunk feels a little worse though because it's like this is like he could spray this could me. really have the this. It can. <laughs> I was thinking he could spray the building as well though. Like the whole, like it could just really smell out here for a minute. It might mess with y'all property value. Like I don't know, or, but for a week and a half, I mean maybe. If it hit that, if it spray that building down, you're going to really have to, and it gets on some windows that could be soaking into all the apartments and people are just like, you know, I never got that skunk smell out. I don't know. To me that, that I don't know. But anyway, y'all. So I feel like I do have to understand that there are some people where they're just like, Christy, you're being too sensitive. It ain't that deep, you know, with the mental health stuff. But I know for me personally, like I struggle with anxiety that the world, literally the world talks about having anxiety that a lot of times I feel like, I feel so- like it's so common. Yeah. That I, feel like I, I hear it so much. And I so feel like, much. does everybody really have anxiety? Or but like, and that's how I, and it made me question, do I really have anxiety? Or maybe I'm just dramatic. Like, and, and it, it really used to mess with me. And it still kind of does, honestly, if I think about it. Like, cause, cause, but I have, I, I, I definitely have anxiety. Like my ther and my therapist will randomly say it sometimes. Like you, as a person with anxiety, like she'll say things like that or, you know, people say, don't say I have it or, you know, they, they use those words, you know, you don't have it. It is it's whatever. They try to use the vernacular to make it sound like you don't have it, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's just existing or, you know, right. it does, that don't really hit me like that. But, um, but she be saying stuff like that, but like, she'll say like, you know, as a person with this anxiety, like I, I had the way my mind works is not like most people. And I can tell, I remember I was telling Therese, like a couple, when I was like in high school, I used to like before I like got medicine and like therapy, 
because I don't even think I knew I had anxiety, but I really used to think that I wasn't going to be able to make it mentally. Not physically. You know, some people are like, oh, I wonder if I'll be able to get my body through. No, it was like mentally, I don't know. My brain just be, it be, str- I be struggling sometimes, like to get through. And I remember, yeah, just like, because my, because I couldn't calm down, like in inside my brain. And I don't, and I don't think I was really even putting it together that that was, that I couldn't calm my brain down. I think I just would think that my brain just, was just too much and it just used to scare me and I I haven't felt like that in years but I feel like the anxiety one is is people be like oh I'm so anxious and it's like or I'm so anxious is fine but people be like I have anxiety and it's like do you have anxiety or are you having an anxious moment because this actually says anxiety can be a healthy response to stressors all those first the first date first day of school first time driving they get the heart racing the palms sweating the blood rising um, anxiety can be beneficial, but it, it also can be a problem. Cause my therapist always tells me like anxiety begins as a good thing as worry. Like if you're worried about a first date, that means you're excited about it. Like if you worried about, you know, um, driving a car for the first time, cause you can't wait to have your license. Like, so it's like, th- those aren't bad things. Or if you're like, just worried about how like a certain, de- like your speech will go, it's because it's important to you. Like, so it's like, I feel like with anxiety, we got to be, I don't know. I feel like maybe because it hits me. I was about to say we got to be careful. But maybe that's because I'm just being a little sensitive. Because it, it bothers me when so many, because I, like, literally when I hear people talk about it, I'm just like, as a, based on the way that, like, I listen to people. Because sometimes people don't, most people don't know that I have anxiety. I mean, I talk about it, so they do. But if you met me, I don't think most people on the surface can tell. But I think once you get to know me and I talk about it, you can see, you can hear me. And I know... Like, when I start to get to know somebody and they're talking about how they have anxiety, I'll be like, you're literally, you literally, I don't hear any trace of anxiety. I hear that you had an anxious moment or you had an anxious day. But, I mean, like, but they also could be thinking that about you. They could. But as you continue to talk, as I continue to talk about, as I'm talking about somebody I'm getting to know. Mm. It's like, the way that you, you got to be careful with them words. I'm not, I'm not nobody I just met at work. Like. If you just were like, oh, I'm so anxious today. It's like, well, I don't know her like that. So, right. but I, but if I've gotten to know you and you, and we've had deeper conversations and when you, you tell me about how your mind works, it's like, it hits a point when it's like, I don't think that's really anxiety. I think that that's probably, it, it starts to make me question if I, like, if something's, I don't know when people, I feel like everybody overusing that word makes me think that I need mm-hmm. to just chill out and ain't nothing wrong with me, but yeah. that's not true. I, I mean, that- um, I do. I don't see. I I just question, like, what are the param not the parameters, but pretty much what are the parameters behind these things? Because I anxiety? felt like there was. I a think time, it's a diagnosis. No, no I meant like, uh, yeah. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. But it's like, I felt mm. like I was seeing anxiety and depression everywhere on Instagram, you know, TikTok, YouTube, all the time. It was like every single person is putting it on their stuff, and I'm just like, is everybody have this? Or See, are we just not I, on the same page of what this means? Because I do think we live in a society where a lot of people have anxiety and depression. Now. I think I think this culture just makes it pretty easy to get it. Mm-hmm. So I will say that. But I so but I do think that there are some people where it's like you you may you just have like this. That's not depression though, or that's not anxiety. It's more so just like, or it's it's not. A dis- an anxiety disorder it's just ang- it's just like an anxious moment mm-hmm. so I don't know I, but I do think that's just more people have anxiety and depression than ever before because of society so it's tough I don't know but we need to hurry up so PTSD is another one I feel like people 
See, when I talk about PTSD, I wonder if the way I talk about it is offensive. Because I was talking to my coworker. I just got a new job, y'all. And I had tried to call her. I was like, I don't want no email going out. So I was trying to tell her, like, because I work with her a lot. And I was like, I need. I called her on Friday. She didn't answer. No, I said, I can't call you. She was like, yeah. And then she texted me back, like, just call me Monday. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then she's like, did I mess up? <laughs> and I was like, no, you're fine. Then I called her Monday morning. She didn't answer. And then she messaged me, I'll call you back. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then when I finally got on the phone, she was like, so I must have really messed up. She said, or you're quitting. She was like, there's no other. And I was like, do you have like, I was like, do you have like work PTSD from like working with my team? Cause I, it sounded like you do. And she was, and we started laughing and I was like, I wonder if that's offensive. Like, but I yeah. feel like work PTSD is real. Like I, I'm, I for real have PTSD I from like I don't a use, job. That's not a term that I use ever. Oh, I do. And not like, like I've thought about it and been like, oh, Therese, don't say that. It's just like, I just. I don't know. I wouldn't think to use that, but I feel like it sounds like it would be complicated. I'd be like, I don't, I don't want to offend it. I feel like it's just, these are good articles because nobody, people don't want to offend somebody. Right. And I feel like Mm -hmm. somebody could say, oh, you know, I have whatever I have OCD or I have anything else and they might not Mm -hmm. be trying to be offensive. So it's good to know that, you know, just, just Mm -hmm. cool it on self-diagnosing things that aren't, especially if you don't have real, but you and you don't you don't self diagnose in general. Yeah, probably. Not. I, I can't imagine you. Somebody has to straight wild out for Therese to be like, "Wow, something's going on there." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I thought you meant self diagnosis in me myself. Oh but, no, I oh, mean yeah, diagnosing other people. Nah, it's like literally. I feel like PTSD. You, I feel like somebody else could be like, "I heard that she might." I'm like, I don't. Unless I know, I her, unless she, she might tell work. me, I don't. I don't know. And I don't believe it for real. I mean, if somebody tells me a certain situation, I'll be like, that's some trauma. That's, See, that's I'm caused that. Maybe she was just cutting up that day. I don't know. No, not that. If, if you told me, oh, it was a girl in the mall just having a, having a, just going off. I'm not going to say that's trauma. But I'm talking about if you tell me why you did that, I'm going to be like, oh, girl, you got some trauma. Like, you might have some PTSD. I and might have some like, stuff like that, that. Is that something that you should be saying to people? Girl, you got you some know, trauma. Is that something that people want to hear? I feel like people are Other so people? awesome. I gotta remember that it's like a depending on who you're talking to, it's still taboo. Because I literally was talking to somebody last week and she had said something about anxiety and depression. She's like, Do you struggle with she was like, That's actually a sign of anxiety and depression. Do you struggle with those? And I was like, I do. And it was smooth. But I feel like somebody else might have been like, <laughs> I feel like excuse it's just like, me. All up in my business. Like, what what's happening? To me, it's just not that deep. It's like, I mean, I understand. If it was something, to me, like you said, anxiety and depression, everybody talk about having it. So it's like, I mean, it ain't like it's that big of, you know what I mean? I don't know. Um, that's how I feel. So I, trauma to me is, don't everybody got trauma? I feel like, so it's like, if I was like, girl, you got a little, you have some trauma going on there? Like, have you ever talked to somebody about that? I would say that. And, but you guys always got to think that if somebody is sharing stuff that deep, then. They probably are open to hearing at least that is. They probably at least know it's trauma. Were they, or they, were they least, sharing, or I thought you were picking this up off of something that they said? That's sharing. I thought it was just like, yeah, you know, such and such just made me just really whatever. Okay, I have an example. So I was, I was had a sleepover, not a sleepover. I was, I was spending the night with somebody, and in the middle of the night, she got up in the bed. And, like, kind of had, like, a, like, literally, it probably would have scared you to death. But, like, she got up out the bed 
and like started like going into like protective mode, like be quiet, you know, like that's literally how she was acting. It was and, and I don't even know what that means. What do you mean? If me and you were spending the night somewhere and then I get up out the bed and I'm like, shut up, Therese, be quiet, you know, like, and I'm serious. Like, that's what happened pretty much. And I was like, stay down. And like, I'm talking like that. And then eventually I like zone out of it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that's trauma. I mean, that sounds like like, PTSD from something like that's definitely PTSD. But then the next day, you know, we like, I was like, what's going on? And she was saying how like, um, her parent, her mom had, her family had, it was, it was like a lot of family stuff going on. So she remembers a lot of nights, like waking up and being scared to death. So like. And I, so if someone told me that, I'll be like, oh, dang, that's that's some that's like low key some trauma. Like, are you, you talking to somebody about that? And she was like, yeah, I'm gonna call my therapist right now. Like, I feel like that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like you, you're not gonna tell me that that why you do that is because of this unless you are open to having a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody just did that in the middle of the night, I feel like and that's really unfortunate because stuff like that. If you do some stuff like that and then you ain't willing to talk about it. Yeah. People gonna be looking at you crazy. But, like, <laughs> I feel I mean, like, yeah, I feel like maybe she could have just been like, oh, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know what that was about, but I'm just, you know, and act like she's going to get it checked out and still know what it's about. I would have been, I would have been on the phone with you, business. like, she really needs to get some help, because that's, that's not okay. I don't know if I call it trauma, but I would have just, get, I would guess it's some, I might be like, I don't know if it's trauma, I don't know if it's, like, uh, some type I mean, of disorder, it but it's something. Scary. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I don't know, but to, I feel like it's okay if someone is willing to tell you something that, why they do something, I feel like it's okay to say it might be trauma. But if they're offended by it, I mean, then you could be like, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to be offensive, but I don't know. I personally feel like everybody got trauma, so I don't know. I mean, I didn't say that everybody did. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't like people inserting themselves into my business. You don't like people diagnosing you because it just oh, gets. No, but don't it's like, like Girl. well, that's what that is. Like you got some trauma, Therese. Have you talked to someone about that? <laughs> right. First of all, I feel like I used to do that. Me. Not trauma, but I used to be like, Therese. It seems like that really bothers you, and you would yeah, be right, like, I didn't like that. Yeah. Don't. But I think I feel like. I feel like it's important for someone to be able to point that out to me, though. Like if something is seem if if it's really appearing like it bothers me then maybe it bothers me more than I realize. You know what I mean? Like, and I might need to think about it. But that's just me. All right. Maybe if I think about it more, it'll bother me more. I could also just... But if it's bothering you more, then you definitely need to think about it. No. Ah, Krista. <laughs> like, if it's... That's worse. I'd rather... <laughs> I'd rather you be like, I thought about it and I'm fine. I thought about it. I'm fine. Anyway. Okay, so another one was depression. Oh, okay. Um and bipolar. Also, I feel like bipolar gets thrown around a lot too. Um yes, I definitely, a whole lot. I feel like that that's one that I've definitely thrown around before. Oh <gasps> really? Um I'm And you about was being like funny? In particular no, not being funny. Oh. Uh, or were you I, like for real? Like I think she might have bipolar. Yes. I, I told is you that, I know I told real? you about someone, but it's like somebody that I that I know very well. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I, he, this person could really be bipolar, like legitimately. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. But I, I feel like if I'm not going to tell them that, I feel like I shouldn't just be throwing Well, telling somebody that you think they have bipolar is, that's hard. That's heavy. 
That's much heavier than telling somebody that you know. I don't know. I don't think it's wrong to be like I think they have bipolar. Yeah, it worked itself out. I don't think they do anymore, so it's fine. Did it work itself out then? They didn't have it. Right. That's what I mean. You said anymore. I was. <laughs> I said I don't. Or think you never know. They, I just meant like I no longer. Believe I don't even know if you don't know who you're talking about. Or maybe I do. Maybe you do. Is it a man? Yes. Yeah. Then I think I do. Okay. Um. I don't think that's wrong to be like, I think they may have. I think it's wrong. I'm thinking more like where it's like, you acting real funny today. You bipolar or something? That's where oh. I'm thinking that's yeah. no. offensive. This episode is so long. I know. We need to I move on. I tried to just wrap it up, but it's like. Bro, you kept talking. You it's kept like, we talking. need to move on. Therese, I need to get to the gaspiration. Please don't interrupt this. Don't make me Let me hit them you. with some good. <laughs> Go. Let me hit them with some good word and then we'll move on. <laughs> okay, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, okay. No, for guys. So, you guys, I am excited because I will be moving back to St. Louis. My hey. life has some type of... Teresa's is so excited because she misses me. Okay. She actually told me she missed me. Um, uh-uh. But I think... I, so, I've been, like, in a season where I just had no idea what was going to happen. Like, and I'm, I'm still really nervous about moving back home. But, I like, I was talking to Therese, right? And, um, <laughs> and I'm moving home in, like, a couple months. So, I got plenty of time, right? And I'm over here, like, okay, well, I got to look up churches. I text Therese, like, is this the church you said you went to that you didn't like? Okay, let me note that one down. You know, like, I literally, I have a list in my phone of churches, because I'm like, in my when head, I'm like, that, though, I, don't... I didn't know why you were doing that, and all I said was, yeah, but he's kind of rude, and, and I left yeah. it alone, because I didn't know that you were creating a list, but I was supposed to get yeah, it, I was. I forgot. No, I was just being silly, I, I didn't know. think you, but I thought maybe I, maybe I would be like, well, why you ask that? Did he, is he, like, preaching somewhere or something? Like, I might have thought that. I mean, but... I, I assume that's why you were asking. Oh, no, I didn't think he would really be like, but no, um, I was just being silly earlier, but so I was basically, I was, I was getting really anxious because like, if you guys know my story, you know that like, so I kind of, I was just talking to someone. I was like, you know what? Like I probably would say that I was like a solid agnostic from like 16, 17 to like 20. Um, and then I remember at like 21, 22, I was more familiar with God and I was open to like, I was wanting to learn more about God. And I was actually starting to kind of like believe that there, you know, that God is, is good and real. But I feel like at 23, 24, that's when it became like serious for me. And it, a lot of it had to do with being in Cleveland. And as y'all know, I'm still in Cleveland. So for me, I was like, it, it was like very much like I just wandered into this life that I have and like y'all like my life is has its ups and downs but I genuinely love my life and so when I moved to Cleveland I started going to church a little bit and then my pastor was like you got you missing out if you don't come to bible study I was like oh let me try bible study then I went to bible study then somebody was like you come here all the time have you thought about ministry and then I'm like huh sure you know, and then I joined ministry. Then from that ministry, I got involved in the young adult ministry. And then from there, I got involved with um, Pinky Promise in Cleveland, where I made, like, some of my, like, closest friends, as well as at church. So I've built this life around, like, I have so much fellowship. I know so many men of God. Like, I'm just very blessed. And I and I was telling Therese, like, I was, and I was being dramatic because, like, I started making a list. And it's like, I'm not moving for a couple months. But, like, in my head... 
I don't want to like there to be any drop because I've, I've just I've heard a lot of stories of people where they're like, oh, I didn't have the fellowship. I didn't have that community. And I just kind of fell off. And I was just like, you know, what? like, I don't want that to happen to me. I really don't want to lose God. I really don't want to like go back to a place where I felt like down and low. And like I was talking about how my brain would struggle. I feel like a lot of that, some of that, not 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 all of it, because I, I firmly believe in therapy and Jesus. But I think some of that did have to do with the fact that I didn't know, have a real relationship with God. Because I think that there is some peace in knowing that life is bigger than you and God has you. And God's plans are bigger than, better than your own. And I didn't have that then. So I was trying to do everything by myself on top of not having therapy or any type of medication. So I was just struggling. And I just don't want any part of that, y'all. Like, I want my life to continue at the same pace. But I do feel like it's time for me to leave out of Cleveland, right? So in my head, I'm over here like, I got to make a list. All right. I was like, okay, bet. And I was like, there's a, so this this one pastor. He's underneath my pastor. And he's in Kansas City. I'm going to hit him with a DM. Or I'm going to have to get in contact with his wife. Like, literally, I had looked up both of them. And I had text Therese, like, is this the church you was talking about? And then I felt, like, so, like, I just was, I'm, I started getting scared because in my head I'm like, I don't want to lose this momentum. I don't want to lose this relationship with God. I don't want to lose, I'm already going to lose out on the fellowship that I have in Cleveland and the amazing, like, brothers and sisters in Christ that I've made. And just, and brothers and sisters in Christ that, like, I really value. Like, it's not just like, oh, you know, like, you love God, but it's like, you love me, Krista, as a person, and you are my brother in Christ. And I feel like that should be what a brother and sister in Christ is, but not always. So for me, I was getting really nervous. This was literally like two days ago. I was getting really anxious. And I'm like, man, like, okay, like, I'm already, I don't have a lot of, like, I don't really have any, like, sisters in Christ there, or any brothers in Christ there. Like, I don't really know, like, what church to go to. I was like, I don't even know if they have that community. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, what if, what if Cleveland, because sometimes my friends from other cities will be like, yeah, Cleveland seemed like they really got, like, a lot of black Christian young people there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what if St. Louis doesn't have that? What if they don't have that community? You know, like, I'm just in my head, like, you know, worried. And then it's like, you know, I also want to meet a nice husband, and I would hope he's a man of God. And it's like, well, if I can't meet, <laughs> I can't meet, if there's no, if there's no men of God there, where am I going to meet him? and now I gotta move you know like I'm just getting anxious right and I started to really think about I felt God really tell me like you know um Krista if I did it before I can do it again maybe think of a Travis Green song and it just reminded me that there are many stages and I and I think also why I was so anxious was because when I first came to Cleveland there was a time y'all when I was trying to roll out like I don't know. I know Teresa members when I was like, bro, I'm applying to this job in St. Louis. I got this interview. I got that one. Couldn't get a job for no- nobody would hire me, y'all. Like, I was just like, what is going on? But I knew in the back of my heart, in the back of my head, that if I left Cleveland, I was going to leave God. And and it wasn't like, no, like, um, it wasn't even nothing deep. It was just like where I was with my, where I was in my faith. It was, I was just at a point in my life where it was like, I was not necessarily rooted. I was learning. I was learning a lot, you know, but I didn't, I was, it's kind of like when you first start college, like, you know, you have, you don't really feel like you are in that thing really until you start them courses in your major. And I felt like that, like when I was, um, when I was in Cleveland, I was like, you know, like I, I can tell, that this church is changing my life, but I know 
that if I don't stick with it and I don't keep pushing forward with what this church is providing for me, I don't know if I'm at a point where I'm going to continue to seek it more. But I know that if I stay here, I can allow myself to continue to grow and and eventually become rooted. So I just wanted to talk about where it's okay to know to evaluate your spiritual walk and to understand where you are. And I think that uh, this is going to come full circle. Y'all know I'm talking a lot, but God was really telling me like, Krista, you are rooted. You are rooted. You are growing and you are self-reflecting. Like you're at a point where not only are you rooted in your walk, Chris, he's like, Krista, I could send you to Australia and you're going to be rooted in your walk. You're not going to not leave. You're not going to leave me. And I felt God telling me that you have to learn to trust yourself that you that that you're not going to leave me because I know you're not leaving me and I felt God God is like you are rooted like this thing is serious it doesn't matter if you are around a bunch of atheists you're going to continue to want to seek me and I felt God telling me that heavy but there was a point in my spiritual walk where I just was not there yet if you I was very much interested in what I was learning I was very like engulfed and I was excited about it but at the same time And so something hooked on me, right? Like something caught me and I was going back each Sunday. I was listening to when people brought up God. I was listening to church recommendations. That's how I learned about Elevation Church and Transformation Church and all these different podcasts I listen to now. Because sometimes people will be shocked at the content that I listen to. And I'm like, bro, I know all of it because I've when people were telling me about it, I was like, yeah, let me listen to it. And there was a time when I was open, but at the same time, I was open to other content as well. I was open to content about the universe and, you know, listening to that and not necessarily, you know, we don't have to go off of the traditional Christian belief system. And I was open to things where they were telling you about how agnostic may be the best way of life because that kind of gives you the best of both worlds. Like I was open to that type of stuff because at that point in my life, I was not fully rooted, but I was open to God and my heart was hooked, but I had to keep getting reeled in like a little fish. You know, you get reeled in and it's like, I'm pulling you in closer and closer and closer and closer. And as long as now, you know, if that fish want to get off that hook, it can. Now, sometimes it can't, but it can, you know, let's say that it can, like God gives us free will. So we ain't never going to be hooked, hooked in like that. But it's like, if I wanted to wickle off that hook, I could have, but at the same time, I was getting closer and closer and closer to God to where eventually it hit a point where God was like, you are rooted. Stop being concerned with what you should have been, what you were concerned about two, four years ago. Like when I was 23, 24, there was a reason why God would not let, when I tell y'all, I applied every, I remember one time I was talking about moving to Nashville. I was like, Teresa, Nashville is it. I remember I was like, you know what? I could even do Columbus. Columbus would be closer to St. Louis, so I could maybe move there. I was trying to go back to Atlanta. I was trying to be in St. Louis. I had looked at Chicago. I was trying to roll out. I didn't really care where I was going to be. Like, But I felt like when I tell you, I applied every, I applied to so many different jobs. And the only places that hired me were in Cleveland because God knew. He was like, Krista, you are at a point in your life where your walk is serious and I want you to focus on this. And you, and he was like, I'm hooking you. He's like, ultimately though, if you keep pushing for these jobs, you keep pushing to be out of this city. He was like, I'm going to let you go. Like, I'm going to let you unhook yourself. You have free will. You are allowed to do whatever you want. But thankfully, by the grace of God, I started to listen and think. I remember one time I was talking to my line sister and she was like, I was like, yeah, I got the job in Cleveland. And she's like, oh, are you excited to stay in Cleveland? And I was like, I was like, yeah, like this might sound weird. But and I was like, but I honestly think I need to stay here because of my church. And she was like, that's not weird. And I, that really blessed me that she said that. But I, I was like 24. 
Therese hadn't even lived here yet. And um and Therese been gone for a while, y'all. So it was a while ago. And just so y'all that had to be at least four or five years ago. And I was like, I remember just I just remember a time in my life where I needed to stay planted. And it's okay. I just want to 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 for anyone where you are in your life to just evaluate where you are in your spiritual walk and where you want to be. And ask yourself, what is needed at this part of my journey? Is there, am I at a point in my life where, you know what, my spiritual journey, if my, if my spiritual journey is going to be my number one thing, then I cannot take this job that will require that I move in multiple different locations. There are a lot of jobs that do that. And you're like, you know what, for me right now, I know that I need to be planted in this place that is serving God, this community of people that I have never been around in my life. I need to get this soaked in the inside of me so that it is saturated on the inside of me. And at this point, when I do leave, I can know I'm not going to be discouraged when I don't come across this community. When I first move somewhere, I'm not going to be discouraged when I come across people who are wearing a badge of Jesus Christ, um, you know, save my life. And they're not acting like it to other people. You have to like to where it's like you are, you know, at that point, it's saturating you. You soaking it up. Like, I feel like I want to make sure that everyone understands that it is okay to be where you are in your spiritual walk, but you have to understand and evaluate what you need at that point in your life. I actually was just on a Bible study and it, we were having such a good conversation. And, um, we were just talking about how like historical context when you read in the Bible is so important. And I'll be honest, when I first started reading the word, I didn't have time for historical context. If I would have really understood what was going on in that time and why people were talking and doing certain things, I would have been like, you know what, I'm good. First off, this is way too much work to read this Bible. The book is already humongous. And then on top of that, now I got to try to Google where this, what this actually meant. It's like, that's too much. And then when some of the stuff that I'm in, I was like, wow, these people were horrible. And Jesus picked them, you know, that type of stuff would have been in my head. And God was like, I don't need, you know, so at this point in my walk, though, when I'm learning about historical context and what was really going on and also learning that a lot of times when you read, when you pick out a a passage in a book, I mean, not in a book, in the Bible, you really need to make sure that you read the chapter before and the chapter after just to really understand the context of what's going on. You really need to read the book before and the book after but really you definitely need to read the chapter before and after just to make sure that you really understand and comprehend what is actually going on but I know for me if I would have been learning the depth and the deepness of the bible that I was learn that I'm learning now that I would a couple years ago it might have scared me off and I believe in my heart that God presents things to us at a certain time when we need it And I just wanted to make sure that if you are at a point in your life where you feel like God is like, you know what, you need to be at this church. Or maybe you're not at a point like that. Maybe you're at a point in your life where, you know what, God is telling you to keep watching Transformation Church. God is like, I feel that for somebody. Like if God is like, you need to keep watching church every single Sunday. I want you to wake up and turn this on like this is your church. You don't even got to do, you can have your cereal, you can be in your pajamas, but I need you to watch this every single Sunday. Maybe you're at a point in your life where God is like that. You need this. I'll be real with you. Like I'm at a point in my life where if I miss a Sunday, I'm okay. Like I have so many other ways of fellowship and learning about Christ and digging into his word and communicating with God. Like I'm going to be okay. But there was a time in my point in my journey where I had to be underneath someone else's word and someone else's teachings in order to really start the process of that hook 
it was essential. So I think that um, I had wrote down some stages where it's like, you know, this, this may be where you are. So maybe you're at a point in your life where you have one foot in the journey and you have one foot out where you're like, eh. I don't know if I'm really about this, you know, like y'all, you know, one foot in, you know, I can kind of do my thing out here and I can live my best life and, you know, live how I feel like I should be living. I ain't got to be trying to listen to God because I know I was listening to something. They were talking about, you know, you, you be praying to God, but you're not going to do what he tells you to do anyway. You only praying for God to do what you want. So if you're at a point in your life where you have one foot in and you're like, God, if you tell me to do exactly what I want to do, then I'll do it. But if, so if you at a point in your life where you like, you know what, one foot's in, one foot's out, then maybe at this point in your life, your, your goal is just to get that other foot in. Like, so how do you get in? Like you might find, maybe there's, like I said, that might be that transformation every Sunday. That might be going, finding that church service. That might be meeting with that friend who knows their word. And it's like, you know what, they're moving my foot a little bit closer in. And then you have the newly planted which is how I was when I was first really starting to, I hated Cleveland, y'all. I ain't had no friends. So I was like, I got to roll up out of here. I got to go. So when I had that, so I was newly planted. I was planted. It wasn't one foot in, one foot out. I was like, no, I, I really messed with this, but I was so nervous. I, I was looking at old um, pictures and I had saw a message from with a vine orgy that I my friend has sent me and she was like she's talking about being 32 and a virgin and I was like oh my gosh it makes me think maybe I can really be celibate like and she um I don't think she was actively celibate but she was like you can definitely be celibate and I was like I don't know sometimes I just and I was like I can't believe I really feel like that I was like dang that's deep Krista like you and, I, and it's like I knew I, feel, I, I remember feeling like that I remember having like condoms in a drawer and I was like should I throw these out or I was like Maybe I should get some more. I was like, no, Christy, you're trying to be celibate. Like, I remember that. Like, where it's like, don't, you don't like, and, um, and I remember like, but now it's like, I don't struggle with that. Like, I don't struggle with telling nobody that I'm abstinent. I don't struggle with like someone telling me that they don't want to date me because I'm abstinent. I, I don't struggle with any aspect of that. Like any response that somebody gives me is not going to make me feel no type of way. And it doesn't make me feel like I can't do it because I'm new. I'm planted. I'm rooted. But at that point in my life, there were a lot of, I was newly planted. And that the celibacy is just one example. Cause I remember I was at church and I had a man who was taught, made a joke about drinking. And I was like, can I talk to you? Because I think that was really offensive. I don't, I go to church and I, and I can get drunk with my friends. And I, I couldn't believe I said that to that man, but he really, that was like a mentor, but like stuff. So that's just other examples of just like, or just like when my pastor would say things like I would start to think, oh my gosh, was I just being gossipy there? It wasn't even the idea that, like, I should stop gossiping at that point. It was just the idea that, oh, my gosh, was that gossip? Oh, is that what people talk? Maybe I should. You know, I was just so fresh and new that I wasn't in a point to be able to do a lot of transition and moving at that point. But you know what? God works so so mysteriously that it's not. it might not be a physical thing for you, but it might be a consistent thing. Like, where it's like you have to just start to grow at this thing. And then you have the rooted, where it's like, I'm about this thing like this. I'm pretty good. I mean, yeah, somebody can pull me out, but that's going to take a lot. Like it's that's that's going to be rare. It's, it could happen, but sure. And then, then you have rooted and growing where it's like, not only am I rooted and I'm planted, but it's like, now I'm trying to like look back at how I was and evaluate how I am now and what I can do different about my spiritual journey because I've been rooted enough and long enough that now I can look back and say you know what I want to shift this I, I don't think that's actually what a woman of God or a man of God should move like let me do this differently and then I feel like now you, you can get to a point where it's like rooted growing and you're looking at self-reflection and you're also able to like I was talking about how the context and 
Like how you're at a point where you can listen to other ideas. You can have really deep conversations because you are just so rooted and you've done so much growing that you are so open to what someone else has to say to you. But, you know, as a Christian, you guard your gates. You know, you you, you know what you can and cannot handle. You figured out a lot of different things about your walk and where you are. And you kind of just know, like, I can't do this, can't do that. That's okay for me. My brother in Christ struggles with that, but I don't. And, you know, and you and you start to understand, like, you feel more confident as a Christian. You feel more content. You you have, you know, like, when things, like, I know, like, I just, when I first started becoming a Christian, when people used to tell me I shouldn't watch Power, that used to really make me feel bad. I used to really be sitting there watching Power, like, oh, I just, oh, should, should I turn this off? Maybe. Maybe I should. I really do want to see what happened to Tariq, though. You know, like, and then it's like, well, maybe I should turn this off. And then huh, I'm going to keep it on. But, like, that's, so that's, I don't struggle with that no more. It's like, so it's like, that's that's an example. And then, and I know me well enough to know that there are certain things, it's like, when it, it might start to hit, and I'm just real with myself and be like, oh, I did turn it off. And I can say to the same friend that told me, don't watch Power, that, oh, I had to turn it off yesterday. And then they'll say, girl, you need to turn it off in general. And I don't feel that type of way. It's like, I know me. I know my relationship with God. I know where I am. I've done enough self-reflecting. I've done enough openness. I'm look, I'm transparent. I'm looking at myself. And where I am with God is where I am with God. And you don't get offended by what other people are, how they're living their life. And it's just you or how you don't get offended with people who are Christians or are not Christians because you're just like, that is their specific walk. And then you also start to just wear that woman of God, man of God title stronger and more so. I shouldn't say stronger, but that is just um, where I want to talk about today. I just want everyone to just like evaluate where you are in your spiritual walk. And it's okay to be wherever you are, but also know where you want to go. Like if you look at where you are and you're like, you know, Crystal, like I just realized I'm newly planted. But dang, I want to be rooted and growing. So it's like, if you want to be rooted and growing, what do you think is going to be required of you to get to that spot? Is it going to be you starting to go to Bible study? Is it going to be you joining ministry that you've been putting off for two years? Is it going to be you, I don't know, leaving, you know, um, the beer club that you're in? You know, I don't know what that could be for you, you know, whatever that may be. But it's like, is it going even maybe is it going to be you starting to exercise? Maybe God has been telling you. I, like, if you want to be your best form of yourself, I'm pu- I'm telling you that what you want is on the other side of this gym. Like, like legit. That could be for somebody. Like, you know, like, maybe your body cannot handle what you want. And because of that, you need to go to this gym. And you need to get your, your diet right. So I just want to, like, really share that. If you know where you want to go, you can start to figure out what you need to have in your life to get you there. And I think that with me moving back to St. Louis, I was really putting myself in a stage in my walk and I'm I'm gonna hurry up because I feel like this is getting real long but I was putting myself in a stage where I'm no longer anymore and once you move to a new step recognize it it's okay like honestly smile when you look back and think about like wow like I really do remember when it's like if I would have left like I wouldn't have I would have my friend would have been like well Sunday we going to brunch you want to come oh I was gonna watch the word that's my church but, you know, yeah, girl, let's go to brunch. Like, I would have gone to brunch. And, I mean, it's, that that's just, God is so good. And it's like, I remember a time when, like, Christian men, like, a real man of God kind of scared me a little bit. And I was like, I don't know. I might be, he, I might not be on his level. Because I probably, because to be honest, I probably wasn't on his level. A real man of God, y'all, we talking about here. But, um, like, because what he was looking for, I wasn't quite that. And it's, it made me nervous and anxious. And I was like, you know, people in the church are talking about this type of man you want to marry. But I don't know. Like, I might, 
he probably get on my nerves. Like, I mean, so, you know, like that's, that's like, just know where you want to go, know where you want to be and look at what you need to do in order to get there. And then just, like I said, yeah, ask yourself, you know, what is needed at this part in my journey to get there? And I also don't live in your past because that's how I was. I was really, even as I was talking, like I was just getting so nervous. I'm like, I've seen so many people turn away from God and God's like, Krista, we pass all that. We, we done with that. Krista, you ain't there no more. Like you, you've been past that. Like, why are you concerned? Why are you pressed? You know, like you not leaving me. Like, even if you step away for a minute, you going to come back. Like this thing is serious. Like I've, I've seen too much goodness I've seen too much. Like I said, I literally love my life. I've seen, I don't know if I know too many other times in my life where I was like, I love my life. I might have thought it was cool, but loved it. Like, so I feel like God is like, Krista, you, you've seen the abundance too much. You've seen what living righteously can do. You're not going to leave me. Like, you might step back. You might have a season where you struggle, but you're going to come right back in this thing. And I felt like God's telling me strongly, like, stop worrying about that. And I told y'all the minute I stopped worrying, I get on Instagram and I find this pastor and I was like, I love him. (laughs) I've already set him down. I think this is my new church. Y'all I'm really excited to join high key. Like if if I could roll down to St. Louis and go to church, I probably would. Cause I feel like this pastor about to really be it. But I already told Teresa about it. And they said they have a lot of blacks singles. No black professionals. And that told Teresa she'll go. uh, (laughs) Teresa she'll go. Cause they have black professionals there. But, um, I'm just kidding. no I mean I'm just kidding Teresa said she would go and tell me how it is and I was like well I mean you can do that but like I still want to go um <laughs> but no guys yeah so that is gospel I feel like gospel was so long but I just I really wanted to share that with y'all like I just God's so good he's so good and it and and I'm just so excited and I guess proud to some degree to look at where I was compared to where I am and I also just think about how I wanted to roll out of St. Louis. I mean, out of Cleveland so bad. And God was like, <laughs> you thought. But now, it really wasn't that hard. Like, I actually had kind of closed the door on that. And then God was like, no, no, no. We rolling home. And I'm like, oh, we are? Okay. So, now God is so good. Exactly. Now you go home. Somebody wrote that today at work. They were like, um, you're just like LeBron when you went back to Cleveland. Now it's time to go home. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Um, but yes, guys. So that's Gospiration. I feel like Gospiration was literally like 25 minutes. This episode and I heard in Therese... general, you heard me what? <laughs> I heard Therese huffing and I was like, oh, well, let me hurry up. <laughs> I was just getting tired in general. <laughs> I don't think I was But that was All right, guys. Yes, this, this has been a uh-uh. No, what? this episode is like right. This is forty minutes terribly. longer than normal. <laughs> no, this is forty minutes past our long episode. Yeah, I know. So this is disrespectfully long. Exactly. And okay. I hope you know. So what? we don't if need you to listen to this. Shout out to you. You roll with us. You a real one. Okay. Yes, yes you are. But we're not going to let this go into the uh, next minute. <laughs> so let's wrap it up, guys. Follow us on our <sighs> stuff. Uh, like our yeah, stuff. follow us on Instagram, social media, every social media, and like us and subscribe to us on everything, and sign up for our newsletter at twenty snl dot com. Yes, all of that. Yes, guys, and we'll see you in two weeks. Yes, guys. Bye. Bye.